Hey guys, on this episode of Fumble Around, I have Mac Horvath on, who is uh, a Cabrini alum and doesn't care about that, but he's also a boys varsity basketball coach at Divine Child. Uh, me and Mac used to go back, play poker together, play sports together. Uh, it's a good chat. At the end, I will do uh, a little fantasy talk for the last 25 minutes, so if you want to give that a listen, please do. It's a lot of fun. Uh, league's been a lot of great time. Also, I just want to thank you, uh, Planet Ant Podcast Network, and the Planet Ant for providing the Planet Ant Studio space here. Uh, this episode is powered by Pinecast. Uh, check out the other uh, cool shows we got going on, guys. We have a new show called Sandwich Talk with uh, Carlos. So he's going to try new sandwiches. Who doesn't love sandwiches? You know, the best thing since sliced bread. Uh, hopefully, I might be on it. I'm going to see if I can get on that show. I would love to try a new sandwich. Uh, but please check him out. New pot, uh, new shows. Uh, he just posted one this past week. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a new episode this week. Uh, check out the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. My boy, Mike. Uh, he's been doing great things. A lot of fun. Usually recording with an artist and also uh, some type of improv- local comedian improviser. A lot of fun. Uh, and then also check out uh, Best Song Ever with, uh, with Luke. And gosh, I want to call him Brian, but it's not Brian. It's Ben. Uh, I want to go on that show, too. Uh, but check them out, dude. They're always showing like really cool new songs, uh, talking about it. Uh, a lot of great things going on at Planet Ant, guys. Check them all out. All right. Enjoy the episode. Day. Welcome to Fumbling Around, your host, Tom Steinman, Steiner. Uh, in the house today, I have Mac Horvath. Um, welcome, thank you, uh, Fumbling Around. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, I'm really excited. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen you. Uh, luckily, you still have my phone number, otherwise <laughs> you weren't sure if you are going to get in. Uh, it's still the same number. Uh, that's always good. Hey, how long have you had Twitter? Twitter? Twitter. Uh, um, I would say like seven years, maybe. Seven years, yeah. Seven years. Okay. I remember I got it. Yeah. And I sent like one tweet and then I never touched it again for a year. And then I did another tweet like a year later because my cousin's always like, you got to get on it. (laughs) And so I would do like one tweet for, and I would be on it for like a week. Yeah. And then I would just completely fall off the map. And I, I think I just didn't understand how it worked. Okay. (laughs) But then I came back to it like a year after that. So it was like two years. I probably sent like one tweet and looked at it two times. Yeah. And then I was just like, and then I'm hooked. Okay, so, uh, well, your first tweet, it says, so I was curious about this, from wow, January okay. of 2017. So that was only two years ago. Wait, that's my first one? That's, yeah, it won't. No it doesn't go before that. So I was wondering, did you do a scrub? I might have. <laughs> you might have done a scrub? When was, when was it? January? <laughs> January of 2017. So we're talking a little over two years ago. No way. Yeah, I right? I, I, I would say I might have done a scrub if I was interviewing for the DC job, but... No, that was in October, so no. <laughs> Unless I'm having a hard time going. Like, I even tried my phone and everything to go back further than that. And it's uh, the first one. This is what it says. Tough teams set the tone. Tough teams determine how games are played. Tough teams execute and control the tempo. It was a retweet, actually. Oh, I retweet a lot. You retweet. You retweet a lot? You're yeah, a retweeter? Yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not really much of a tweeter. I'm more of a distributor. <laughs> distributor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You, you take all the information and you, you redistribute to it's your just team. It's like, oh, yeah, I agree with that. Clearly. Yeah, there you go. I like that mentality. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, yeah, we talked about this today at practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So I don't think I've mentioned this, but uh, Mac is the coach for the Divine Child Varsity. Is it Dearborn? Do I have to say Dearborn? Is there more than one Divine Child? Just one Divine Child. DC. I thought I've seen like them called Dearborn, so I thought maybe there was like I just they do. It's yeah, it's Dearborn Divine Child. Yeah. I mean, is there one in Ann Arbor? No. 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 There's that's Richard is in Ann Arbor. I just Ann Arbor has like everything, so I just assumed they're out there. No, there's only one DC. One DC. One DC. Yeah. Uh, and you're a Cabrini guy yourself, though, a Cabrini alum. Yep, yep, Cabrini alum. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually had another Cabrini alum. I don't know if you heard Tyler Sonoga. You know who that is? So he's probably a no. few years younger than you. But uh, he is now, like, an ultra-marathon runner. Okay. Yeah, so he's, like, nuts. Like, he runs 100-mile races or 80-mile races or whatever, stuff like that. But Sounds uh, like a nightmare. He <laughs> loves it, dude. He's great. He's, like, got so much energy. Uh yeah, I don't know. He yeah. says like there's like seventy year olds doing it and stuff like that. It's it's fascinating. Uh, hyenas were chasing him and stuff like that in like Thailand when he was doing one of the races, or n- maybe not hyenas, but some type of dogs. Okay. I'm probably exaggerating with the hyenas. <laughs> yeah. <of> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I was just looking. Tra- I always love looking at people's twitters and stuff like that. It should go back so much further. I was definitely on there. Well, I, no, I was definitely on there when I was at Melvindale because I used to follow all my players. Okay. And uh, I, that was a huge mistake. So is, uh, is social media, you think it makes it more difficult as a coach? Uh, no, I mean, it, it, time, it, makes it, it makes it better because, like, so many kids now, they don't know how to talk to you. They don't know how to talk to people. Right. So, so to get, like, a gauge on what type of day that kid's having – or do they agree with what we're doing at practice? Do they know why they're doing what they're doing? Like, especially at Melvin Hill, I would check. I would just see what they said about it. Yeah, know? okay. And uh, learned a lot there. Really? But at the same time, like, I, I have taken, like, breaks from Twitter. I was like, this is just getting me mad. It's too negative sometimes, yeah. right? I'm like, I'm like, I'm just, no, <laughs> I have to take a break. And to be honest, like, the I'll take, like, a month, two-month break. And when I do, it's when I'm just the happiest, I feel. Right? Because, <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, ever, there's always complainers. Or, oh, it's just the worst. It's you know, you can always find negative things if you're looking for it. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't tweet, because I just don't want people to. Do, like, bash on it and yeah. stuff. I mean, there's a lot of people, yeah, that, that's exactly. why they don't do social media. You know, it's very political right now. Yeah. Um, and but now I'm running, I, got, I have to run, when I moved over to D.C., I got to run the D.C. basketball account. So I have two Twitter accounts Uh-oh. that I'm running, yeah. <laughs> you don't get any help with that? You don't, no, no. You need to get, no, like, a student no. assistant or anything, or you no, don't trust no, that? Yeah. And that one's very, I mean, very limited on the retweets. <laughs> I just sent one today, though, just a happy Father's Day. I normally hit up Mother's Day, hit Father's Day, like, all the holidays. <laughs> And that's about it. But then I'll hit it up, too, during the season if we win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys had a good season this season, right? It looked like. Yeah. Uh, Did you win districts? Yep. We won districts back-to-back years now. Back-to-back, and you were, like, 19 and 4 or something, maybe 5 or something like that. Yeah, that that. sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, it's exciting to have, like, friends, you know, that I played with or grew up with and stuff like that, everybody coaching and, like, taking it serious. Oh, yeah. Um, Matt Grant, I've reached out to him. Hopefully, oh, yeah. he'll be coming on soon. I know he's coaching with uh, Chet. Yep, I met up with Matt after they won the regional. Yeah, they, that they was. Always, they always stop by. The well, you're a Cabrini uh, alum, and he's yeah, but not. I don't care about that. You don't even care. <laughs> I know. Well, you're. I guess yeah, it's yeah, over I'm now. Buddies with Matt, that's why I wanted. But yeah, they won like the regional or something. It was a Saturday night, and yeah. and I was just checking the score. I knew they were playing, and I was like, "Oh, they won!" And I was like, 
I just was just bored at home. I was like, are you going out after? He's like, he's like, none of my coaches want to. He's like, I want to. I was like, I'll go meet up with you. So I met up with them after they, I think they won the regional or something. Okay. I think they won like in triple overtime or something like that. Yeah, I know they, they had a really good season. They, they uh, the team played kind of like over, I don't want to say overachieved, but, you know, beat expectations, I guess. Yeah. What, you know, what the expectation, I think they won the Catholic League. Um, and that was his first year. That was the first year for the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. So that's like, you know, big props to them. I know Alan Park, like, uh, if Chet goes around to like, you know, like people kind of know who he is, even though, you know, just cause if he wears Cabrini stuff or whatever, right. like, Oh, right. you know, yeah. Coaching there. Good job guys or whatever. So, mm-hmm. uh, Chet was supposed to come on the show, guys. I don't know. I don't. I don't he's. I don't know if he's ever going to come on or not. Uh, but I know you and him uh, had a big second base battle, right? Uh, for a travel team. No, there was not a big second. Oh, there battle. wasn't no battle. No, Chet came out and played one year. We were at the first practice, and Chet said, "I'm only here to play cards at the hotel. If I have to go into the game, that's because you suck, and I'm going to be pissed." <laughs> <laughs> there was no battle, but yeah, I had to come on after listening to Ambrose and defend myself that I'm a much better second baseman. You're the much Ambrose. better second baseman. Yes. Oh man. Yeah, I wish he was here. Uh, I, well, he doesn't know. I didn't tell him who was coming on this week. He asked who was coming on. I, mean, I specifically did not tell him. So okay. he could be. I wanted to know personally. Yeah, it, last weekend was supposed to be the weekend that the one weekend a year where I see him when you go up north for uh, we go up north and golf. Like oh yeah, sister's wedding or whatever. So oh yeah, guys' weekend is it? Yeah. Guy, he guys always weekend. talks about guys' yeah. weekend. So I missed my four days of Chet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Which is normally enough for me. Oh yeah. That's all. Yeah. No, like four days of him just talking nonsense or just this and that and how he's right about. He goes up there and he just smiles because he's like, I'm just going up here to make Mac mad. Yeah. Or everybody else or whoever else he could get on. Yeah. Get going. Yeah. And then we'll start playing cards and it's always him and Ambrose and it's like, oh, I got to listen to Colton. Oh, that's the worst. Uh. Yeah, I haven't played cards in a while. We used to play quite a bit together. Oh, my God. Yeah, we played a ton. <laughs> Probably too much. Uh, no, not too much. Not too, <laughs> not not too much. I, I do think back, and, like, we talk about it. Like, I think back, like, rolling into, I mean, like, in high school, rolling into basements to play cards was, like, two, $300. And I'm like, I wouldn't do that now. Like, no. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It was crazy, the stuff we used to do. But. Uh, the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Poker hit huge, and... Uh, I was lucky enough to play poker before it got huge. I was going to say, we were playing before. Yeah. We were playing before. Like, I remember playing, and then, like, rounders came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then when everybody was, like, watching rounders and watching Chris Moneymaker. Yeah. And then everybody wanted to play, which was perfect, because, like, no one knew how to play the game. They just wanted, they just saw this guy win. And then, to me, for a while there, I made some decent money. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, I I survived at college doing that. (laughs) One summer I came home. I remember we used to always work security, you know, with Chet. Work security. Arsic. We talked about Arsic last week. Yeah. The guy does. I don't know. Des used to work Arsic. Oh. I found that out last year. Who did it, right? But, uh, no, I remember one summer I was supposed to do, like, at the end of the end of the summer to work the state fair, which always sucked. (laughs) The state fair. you had to miss uh, Welcome Weekend. You always mm. miss Welcome Weekend, but it was like good you, money. Yeah, you're gonna make like three grand in two weeks. And yeah, that's enough to survive on until Christmas for a long time. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And uh, I remember I, I made a, just a nasty run at Motor City all summer. I didn't have to do it. I was so happy. Oh man, yeah. yeah, I, yeah did, that I was... didn't work the whole summer and like went up to school with my like thirty five hundred for the yeah, year. And there like, right, let's make this last. Yeah. Uh, my parents. I don't know if you remember, remember my mom. I was only there for what semester. <laughs> And I was there. But... there? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I lived with McFarland. No. At Tallgrass? Are you kidding me? Was I there? You were there. Was I still there? Cause yeah, you were definitely there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
You were there. He's the only guy to, uh, I don't know, he made me punch a wall. Weren't you there when I punched the wall? Oh, yeah, you were definitely there. Was it cards? Was it card related? No. Oh. I, I I made, we were like, we were roommates. We were like jabbing each other. We were probably getting at each other's nerves already for a oh, while. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> I, I said. talk to Steve a lot, so that I can see how that's. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I said something because uh, we, everybody, we're all competitive, like who's like more athletic and stuff like that. And. Uh, so I was like, well, I guess I have the same amount of tackles as you did in high school football. <laughs> and, like, I didn't play. So, like, yeah. uh, he didn't take that too kindly at the party and then came after me. Colin had to get in between. You were there. Okay. And then I rem- was. Remember, uh, is it Dave Fish? Yeah. Is that the older one? No, Mike, Mike Fish. Mike was there, remember? And I was I was acting like an idiot. And uh, he was trying, I don't know if he was trying to break it up or something like that. But I was like, I don't care if you're a Marine or not. Oh, yeah. And he's not even a Marine. <laughs> I remember that now, yeah. But Fish was the one that said, like, the line, again, that always kind of stuck with me when we were, it was like, we were there, we were hanging out at college, I mean, we were probably like two years in now, and all we'd done for two years was that exact conversation, like, I was better at this, my yeah, yeah. was better at this, and Dave was like, God, if I would have known this is all we are going to talk about for the next ten years, I would have tried harder. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, yeah, especially with the, uh. We had a big the Cabrini baseball, like the park baseball. We used to always argue about. Oh that yeah. Constantly. Well, Chet said you guys even play baseball in the mm-hmm. college in the uh, Catholic league. We did. Yeah, because yeah, it's not even baseball because you guys oh, don't even play with the full two. counts. Yeah. Three two. Yeah. <laughs> How's that even a game? Tell that's all those teams win state titles. Yeah, they don't play real baseball. You know, now he's coaching at Cabrini, which uh-huh, is funny. Exactly. That's yeah. just funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I keep trying to get Amros. I'm like, Amros, man, you gotta go, go coach one of these uh, Catholic league teams and build them up. No, 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 no. You know, I coached with them this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I heard that. Ah, oh, man, that's a lot. That's a big commitment. Yeah. Baseball is a big commitment. Like, God, baseball's so easy, though. Because I coached high school baseball. It's so short. It's every day. Well, I'm I'm teaching. If it rains, you're just in the gym. There's only so much. You, oh, you guys got the pit at least. Yeah, we have the pit. But there's so. only so much you can do. I'm sure Amrose worked you to the bone, but no, he didn't work me to the bone or anything like that. Uh, so what he was, was the biggest commitment part that you were like, that's a big commitment. Well, there's every like there's games all the time, and that's till like eight o'clock. Like I'm not getting home till like you know yeah. I'm leaving at like seven in the morning. Get home at eight. See, games are the fun part. I mean, games are the fun part. Yeah, yeah. But like basketball, when you're winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're winning. Basketball is so long. It's four and a half, five months. Yeah. There is no game. There is no rainouts. You are practicing every day. Like, yeah, yeah. You're only getting two games a week, maybe one. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just you cover Thanksgiving, you cover Christmas, everyone's on break, and you're just grinding away in the gym practicing. Yeah. It's just such a long, long season. Not to mention all the stuff you do, like. You know, I'm sure Amrose had guys hitting in January and February. Yeah, we started a little, a little bit earlier, started hitting like in the we'll, pit and stuff like I mean, that. We started doing, you know, four-man workouts in September. And so yeah. it's like, not, I mean, but it's just, it's a 12-month-a-year job. Yeah. I mean, like, right when the season ends, I'm on it, making the schedule for next year. So, yeah. like, I've been working on that since the season ended. you got to make your summer schedule. So we do summer basketball. So, like, that starts. We've already had a couple practices. But, like, we run camp. Um like a youth camp for fifth and eighth yeah, grade. Yeah, great. That starts tomorrow. So I got to run that for three days. Last year I did five, and I'm like, this was way too much. Yeah. Not to mention, I think because it was five, like parents or kids didn't want to do it because it was too long. Yeah, right. So we're just doing three days, but then we have practice at night. So we're running camp all day. Then we're practicing at night, and then we are going to Wayne State next weekend, and the following weekend we're up at Oakland, and you play like six games in a weekend. So do you expect all your high school students – 
uh, varsity students to like stick with basketball, or are they allowed to play other sports? Or oh no, I encourage them to play as many sports as they possibly can. But if they don't, let's do more like basketball for, for summer. If they're there, are you saying like for summer? Yeah, like maybe they want to play baseball. So or like, something. like I got a kid who's uh, like I we just had a kid who he's going to Bowling Green to play baseball, and like he was like I'm gonna have baseball. So I'm like I know. I was like that's what I did. Yeah. See ya. Like yeah. I, I don't. It basically it's just like as long as you're not. Sitting on your couch doing nothing. Yeah, you know. Like I don't care what you're doing. Yeah. If you got football camp because I had at Melbourne they had kids go play Division One football. They had seven on seven camps and this and that. Go do it. Yeah. You know? Um, baseball we've had kids do, um, obviously in the summer. But yeah, and I and I always coordinate with the football coaches. I ask for their summer schedule like in okay. February. Nice. And I tried not to schedule anything. And I normally I won't schedule anything, um, around the same time. The only thing that, that may conflict is if we get like a. Uh, like, we're at Oakland, we go to their team camp. Like, I'm in no control of their schedule when their team camp is. Yeah, it's yeah. a good team camp. We start on Thursday, and the kids do have a seven-on-seven seven at night. So I made sure I talked to Oakland. And I'm like, we have to have the first three games so these kids can get back there seven-on-seven. Seven. Uh, but, no, I normally – yeah, we, we encourage kids to play as many sports as possible. Those competitive reps. Is, yeah. You know, so it's huge. Um, and I think that's what's best for the kid growing-wise is, you know, try to – different sports, different yeah. experiences, meet different people. I mean, we do have some kids that just play basketball only. Um, yeah. You know, I, if they ever said, you know, I want to play, I, you know, if it's their junior year and they want to play football, go play football. I, you know, go ahead. Go Great. Do it. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not a big advocate of the one sport thing. And, like, all the studies are coming out that kids get more injured. It's right. Just, all, everything is negative. Like, nothing's really yeah. positive. Yeah. Um, the burnout. I don't really believe in the burnout thing, but, yeah. Like, growing up, uh, like, I broke bones. I mean, there's nothing you can really do to, like, if you break a bone, you break a bone. But, like, uh, playing all those different sports, like, I didn't pull anything. Like, I didn't have any, like, tears, pulls. Yeah. Uh, we played all different types of sports. So I wonder if that had into a play an effect in that. Because you're not, like, isolating, like, certain muscle groups and right. stuff I like mean, that. I mean, I, I was playing sports 12 months a year. And, I mean, knock on wood, I've never, I've never broken a bone in my body. No. <laughs> which is, I, I mean, I've, I've had a couple badly sprained ankles but that's about it I okay mean, nothing nothing too major broken a wrist one time i was out bike riding and i was being stupid and fell off a bike as a kid but like wrist broken arm broken or like the i don't know the middle part of your arm a couple foot foot broken my jaw broken i think i remember that like multiple times like when you came over to play cards like you had your arm broken one year and the next week it was something else well it was freshman year that i got hurt the beginning and end of freshman year i don't know if we were playing cards that early on no, because we were driving. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. Those were probably my two injuries because I, I started off freshman high school year with like my arm broken. And then the last week of school, I broke my foot in the gym. So, but yeah, broken, broken bones suck. Yeah. You know, like you can't do any, like, especially like during the summertime. Like I went into my summer with a broken foot and I play soccer, baseball. Like yeah. I, I probably gained some weight that summer. <laughs> I did that quite a bit. Like I yo yoed. Like, my weight would yo-yo depending uh-huh. on, like, because I had a terrible diet. But it just depended on, like, how active I was. Like, what sports I was playing or yeah. stuff like that. How's your diet these days? Non-existent. <laughs> it's weird. I, I just, I, for me, it's pop. I can't say, like, I love pop. Yeah. And, God, it just it just goes right to my gut. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, no, pop is so, so like. I'll get on kicks where I'll just drink strictly water for a month. Yeah. And then I'll give myself, like. The weekend is a cheat weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just, but you just get addicted it, back onto it. it does, but it's, I don't know, I can't drink some of it. Like, if I, like the other day, it was just like two days ago. It was Friday. 
Like, I got, like, rallies for lunch. Yeah. It's just so much sugar. Like, I'm so jittery in the afternoon. I, oh. I, like, I, I was, like, freaking out. I'm like, I got to eat dinner. Like, I got to eat real food. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Because they give you that monster. It's like, yeah, I'll just take a medium, and they just give you this giant thing of Coke. Oh, like, yeah. Well, of course I'm going to drink all of it, you know? It used to be even worse, I feel like, in, like, the 90s and 2000s, like, how big. Su- I mean, I guess they're still pretty big. Super I, gulps and stuff yeah, like that. I can't even touch Mountain Dew now. Mountain Dew just makes me. Oh, my gosh. Like, my, my, I start tingling, like, everywhere. Just yeah. Everything. And, and just, it sucks because it's so good. Yeah, like, you remember, like, going back to my basement, like... Oh, yeah, we would just pound... That's why I, I always think about that. Like, I just... As a high schooler, like, I pounded pop. Like, yeah. Constantly. Yes. Like, stay up... Like, not... That was the reason we stayed up all night, but it was like, oh, stay up playing NHL all night, and I'm just drinking... Oh, yeah. Sunkissed after Sunkissed or Mountain Dew after Mountain Dew, like, all night long. How stupid and terrible. <laughs> like, I would do the same thing. Like well, we're playing cards. I mean, if yeah. you're playing cards... Oh, my gosh. Like, we'd be up all night. Like, that's, like, so I'm, like, as a teacher, I'm, like, I'm telling kids, I'm, like, you guys are all sleep-deprived. You need to get sleep. Stay off TV. Stay off social media. Yeah. Drink your water. The habits in college were so bad. <sighs> like, because it was. Yeah. It was, like, go to a party on Thursday or Friday night, and then. Like, Thursday, too. Oh, I mean, Thursday, <laughs> Thursdays, Thursdays is usually, like, the guys get together. The casino wasn't open all night. But, or, uh, yeah, casino was open. Yeah. Well, not all night. Oh, no, not on Thursdays. It was on fr- yeah, it was only but we had, night. like, the die league or whatever. the die league. But I'm saying, like, on Friday night, it was, like, oh, go yeah. to a party, leave it at, like, 1.30, and go to the casino. Oh, yeah. You and could... play until noon. Oh, yeah. come back. Oh, yeah. And just sleep. For a little bit. Or maybe even go back to, like, tailgate or something. Well, was, oh, I, I would never, I never pushed it to the extreme. I always needed my sleep. So I'd yeah. go back and, like, sleep until 6 p.m., wake up, eat dinner, then go out and do it again. On yeah, Saturday, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what? And then it was... Saturday was really bad because it's like, well, I don't have anything to sleep for, so yeah. I, I might as well just play cards all day, yeah, here, all through Sunday. Oh my god, yeah, it would be bad. And they would like leave. I would literally leave. You know, you leave playing cards. It'd be Sunday at like two, three in the afternoon. Oh yeah. And it's like, what did I just do? All yeah, you like came out of you come out of the basement. It's all like bright out and stuff, oh, yeah. and it's like yeah. you're like, oh. But when the... you're in the casino, I mean, time just flies by. It's it's nothing. Yeah, I'm going to the World Series. I think I'm gonna play the World Series of Poker. I'm really? going to Vegas. Uh, coming up here. Just any event or the main event? Uh, the not the main event. So are you just you're buying energy qualifier? No, I'm gonna buy a thousand dollar. That's sweet. Buying. I heard there was some like crazy thing where they had. I just saw it. Um, on Twitter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with like there was like massive lines for I think it was like the fifteen hundred dollar rebuy. Like they couldn't even fit everyone in. Oh my god. Like the li- and, like, Is it getting huge again? It was insanely. Oh big. my like, god. Like there was like three lines. And like guys were waiting to buy in, and guys were rebuying. Like they couldn't even sit them all down. Oh my gosh! So yeah, I don't know. My I always said I wanted to. I wanted to go play in the world. Like I, I mean, as like when we were in high school, I'm like I'm for sure. Like when I get a job, and I'm yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna go play in the World Series every year. Every so, year, yeah. Okay. Uh, my brother's dealt at it a couple of years. Uh, did he play it? I think he played in it last year. Your younger brother, right? Yeah, I only have one. Yeah, beads. You guys used to call them beads because you used to like beads from uh, even Stevens a little bit. I used to deal. He was so young when we were playing cards. Yeah, well, he was—he's seven years younger than me. So yeah, if we were like eighteen, nineteen, he'd be like eleven, twelve. Okay. Yeah. Well, like if you remember, like I used to try to like get him to play cards, and he wouldn't like play for like for a long time, and then like finally he was like I think like upperclassman high school. He him and like I taught him like he would learn how to play and stuff, and then he was like taking all of his friends money they were only play they were playing for way less than we used to though like way like five dollar tourneys like i couldn't even play for a five dollar turn of it like it's not, it's, yeah it's, it's not, not even worth my time 
I mean, even it got to the end. It got to the end. Like we were playing like twenty hour tournaments. It's like, oh, yeah, whatever. whatever yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. It, and then you like quickly get eliminated and be like, let's just play dollar. Yeah, <laughs> let's move on. Let's get this game over with. Who wants to come over here? Come on, guys, play the real games. And I think about that. Like the way we played dollar game was awesome too. Like I'm surprised. Like that isn't a game where it's, you know, we used to deal two cards, but you saw the flop. Everyone saw the flop. Yeah. And I thought that would really increase the action. Because you would get, you know, be like, oh, my God, I have jacks down or something. You get uh, so excited. And then it's like, oh, the flop comes. And, like, I mean, anybody with 8-3 just hit two pair, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it would just increase the actions. I thought it increased the action so much. I'm surprised, like, they haven't picked up on those. What did? Games. Like, the, like I'm surprised that's not, like, a, a game. Like, a one-two hold them. Everyone, oh, yeah. Everyone oh. sees the flop. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The yeah. action would be insane. Yeah. Like I go not like I was just up at Summer Eagle. It was it was funny. They were they had a waiting list for three six. I'm like, oh man, three six. Good old three six. But it was like they had one they had one table going. Yeah. Of one two hold them. And I played it. I mean, it's just like the for me it's like the boringest game. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. sit there and you have to wait for a hand. Yeah, Especially yeah. if you sit down with a hundred and like everyone's got like three or four hundred sitting in their garage. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you gotta have a lot of patience and stuff, like playing the no limit game. Yeah. The limit I mean six twelve was just God. Six twelve. I yeah. played that for days. Yeah, we used to play that a decent amount. Oh, uh, that's like oh, that, that's why I survived that one. It was just because no one was playing No Limit yet, or at least Soaring Eagle. Like no, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, yeah, and it wasn't as big. Uh, no Limit. Everybody was playing that, playing six. Yeah, especially at Soaring Eagle. Yeah. Uh, I, man, the, I would go there during the week sometimes to play three six. It was awful though, because it was just both like old people, and oh, then yeah. they just like sit or like ah, oh, it was bad. Don't oh, go. I, I used to go play six twelve during the week. I would. Remember, like, one day a week I would go. But, yeah, it was just the same old regulars. But those regulars were they were so easy. <laughs> like, they're only playing if they have, like, a great hand. Yeah, right? Yeah, and I'm yeah. granted, you're never getting paid, but it was like you just take small pot after small pot yeah. after small pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, I have one goal. I'm going to let my brother do all the work, and I just want to beat my brother. So I'm going to make sure he, before I go out. Oh, he's going to play in the same event? Yeah, I'm going to play the same event as him so I can beat him. Yeah. That competitiveness. Yeah. You have a uh, – Goob's your older older brother, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, would you say he's more talented? Well, he's, athletically. Well, if, if I was six four, I'd be. <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Uh, no, he's just huge. <laughs> How would you? Like, that would have to kind of suck, like having him as your older brother. I mean, it's good uh, in some ways, yeah. I'm sure too. You learn from him, you make yourself better. But you also have this freaking six four monster who. No, it didn't. I'm probably as competitive as I am because of growing up. With yeah, because you yeah. wanted to beat him so bad, or yeah, and like everything. Yeah, I mean, just anything. And then I just took a lot. Of, it was really weird because, like, if I did find something I could beat him in, he would piss him off so bad. Really? <laughs> and I, he never said it, but I know it does. So that was like your life goal. Is like I don't care what it is, I would just beat him. No, some it's stuff. like it's like it's like golf. Like I yeah. just, just, I've always destroyed him in golf. Yeah, I'd made sure I was better than him in every PlayStation game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything it's you like, have? Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, now the you know the the it's a level playing field now. Now you know with with uh. With like video games, I'd be like, "Oh, this is even now." Oh, is it? Well, the fact that you're six five doesn't matter, dude. Oh yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Now yeah. I have yeah. to win. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't use that as an excuse. So you're like, but no, we used to play. Uh, I mean, it, we used to play all kinds of stuff. I mean, we never play. We never play like one on one or anything like that. But we would play. Uh, we play strikeout all the time. But that's just why he was such a good baseball player because we'd play strikeout, and like. I would pitch for both teams, <laughs> and he would just hit. And I'm like, "How is this? What? <laughs> yeah." And but then he would always do. It was actually funny because we would do we, like we would pick like the Tigers, and it was always like the Mariners because we loved Griffey. Okay. And like he would literally bat left-handed. Like if a lefty, like we'd go. Th- it was crazy. We just go through like the whole lineup. Like we just know yeah. both teams' lineup. Oh yeah. I would never know that now, but yeah. 
And, uh, yeah, we would just go. So I would end up throwing. We would pit, we would sometimes play, like, literally nine innings. So I would literally throw 18 innings. <laughs> and it was so, yeah, he would just hit it and be like, oh, and then we'd argue if that's a fly ball, if that's a home run. And, yeah. Oh, that's such an older brother move. Oh, yeah. It's so, yeah. It, it is a lot of fun being an older and I brother. Always, I never pitched, and I oh, my arm always hurt through high school. <laughs> and I know it's because of that. I know it's because of that. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. It just fused you. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. I'll just hit the whole time. And then, like, we'd go – because we always played it up north at our college. And so he would bring, like, his wooden bats from college. And I'm like I – I couldn't even, like, swing them. I'm like, come on, dude. Uh, 13. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. That's funny. Well, that's cool. You know, you ho- without him, maybe you wouldn't be where you were and stuff like competitiveness-wise and stuff like that. I'm sure it push you. I, I give credit to, like, the Putex. Like, I don't – I would never have been athletic if I didn't mm. grow up with all the Putex and competing with them. Yeah constantly like i got beat down in a lot of things but like it kind of made me stronger at the end you know mm-hmm. like because it's can't win everything anyway so yeah, i mean you know. I'm, i mean i'm the i wanted to be a coach from being ball boys on his team it's being around it that's why i was like oh, i really want to do this like yeah and that's part of it so watching like their practices i mean he was in their practice running them so i don't think he maybe had took a much took as much away from it as I did watching practice like okay this is why the big guys are doing this this is why the guards are doing this yeah this is how it all ties in together like I I want to do that like I got like I love film I love scouting yeah so there's my I got a question about that like for uh your team do you have like a set plan going in or do you adapt maybe more so to like who your players are for that year game or a year a year I guess maybe even or do you do that game by game kind of like switch it up I mean, you do you do certain things game by game. You gotta adjust for you gotta adjust for each team for the year. But you really don't want to ever. I mean, lose your identity. We might change our identity with what we do. A little bit, yeah. We're pretty happy with what we with what we've done the past couple of years. Which we we made like a dramatic change. Um, we used to play strictly like half court man to man defense, and I would you know watch all the other like teams in the state finals and stuff like that go on and every good team always pressed and i'm like we have to press but it's like and they, i mean a lot of the good teams they press like man to man and stuff. it's like well how are you going to do that if i have less athletes yeah so it's still finding a way to do that you know to apply pressure in the uh the, like one of the basketball things that like people always say like a, to defenders like we say to kids like guard your guy the way you hate to be guarded yeah 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 which i don't know if it was the same like in hockey but like if you would go to like an open gym like we used to be basketball city in southgate yeah, yeah. We used to go to and like if you walked in the gym and you were guarded by that nutcase oh, just like does it stop and just yeah, and it's like, like god i hate i don't even want to play yeah looks like like that like have, and it's like you know yeah. you ask the kids have you ever been guarded like that and they're all like yeah i've been guarded like that like be that guy yeah like uh, everybody needs to be that the guy. practice heroes sometimes yeah or... but then i took that to like okay well, what do i hate to coach against and yeah. i hated to coach against teams that pressed teams yeah. that would not allow us to run our offense to run our plays yeah and so we moved three years ago to this crazy zone like full court and it's all we do where did you get it from uh i saw a team it's actually it was i was at melvindale and there's detroit loyola was in class c and i remember like it was i'd always paid attention to the catholic league because i grew up in the catholic league and so Loyola was, was like, new when I was in school. Like, they weren't even really around. They were, like, low, low class D. And they'd, I'd always seen they were getting better. And I'd, I saw their uh, coach when I would see him a lot scouting and stuff like that. Um, never really talked to him or anything, but I would see him scouting. And uh, they, it was 
the second to last year I was at Melvindale, they were really making a run in Class C. Like, they were really good. And I was just seeing their record and their scores. I'm like, oh, these guys got to be, like, they got to have, like, a sweet team or whatever. Like, Malik McDowell went there at one point. Like, okay. they, they had some great athletes coaching yeah. that school. And so I went and watched them play in their regional game. It was at E-Course. Like, we were eliminated, and they were playing, like, Monroe St. Mary's. And so I went to the game. And, like, Loyola walked out of the – Walked out of the locker room. They were all like six foot, like five eleven. I'm like, these guys are like number like three in the state. And then they ran this defense and just torched so uh, St. Mary's. And then they went all the way. They lost in the semifinals on a buzzer beater. And I'm like, I'm like that defense is crazy. And then going to Melvindale the next year, all of our lineup was like six foot. And I was like, we got we got to just try this. I mean, like, because like I said, we ran half court man and like the. The first year at Melvindale, like, we were so tough to score on. Yeah. But I had five senior football players. Okay. So the next year, it's like, okay, we're running the same defense, and I'm, like, starting three sophomores. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. Like, the year to year, sometimes you got to make adjustments. Like, oh, that this isn't going to work again because of based on who we have chemistry-wise. Well, I mean, every wise. year, you're looking for something different. Good coaches are. Yeah. I think bad yeah. coaches, I, they just, just do the same thing. Do the same thing, year. and hopefully like, they get a yeah, good class or something. Like, I'm but, always – and I'll change – I mean, it, well, sometimes we change a lot. Sometimes we change a little. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's weird. You go back to stuff. Like, I remember, like, the second, third year I was at Melvindale, and I was, like, uh, I really loved Beeline's offense. So I, like, got all the, you know, coaching clinic things on Beeline's offense, went to some practice with some teams that were running it, things like that, came back and tried to implement it, and it was just awful. I yeah. Mean, it, just, it just did not work. And I talked to a good coach in the area, and he's, like, you know how much time those colleges have? To <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. We don't have time to do that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, you might be right. So I went away. Yeah, like how much money are they making in the college? Coaches? No, the players. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But he was uh, – so then I, like going back, like when I got to D.C., like it kind of just everything fit our person. We had a big guy that went Division One, yeah. and he could shoot, dribble. I mean, like he was 6'6", six, yeah. six, legit 6'6", six, six, maybe 6'7", six, really thick body. And, like, I would watch Mo Wagner play at Michigan. I'm like, God, why don't we just do what yeah. – like, like, let Quinn do what he does. And so we did in the middle of the year, and it really worked out well. It opened the floor up for everything. And, uh, no, I mean, you're, you you got to change. If you're not adapting, then you're getting passed by. Yeah. I mean, you really got to – and it's it's – I never wanted to change the change. I was doing that early in my career. Right. Like, it was – we were just changing stuff. Ch- just chasing changing. the new shiny object. That like, hey, let's do this. Oh, this, this, you know. and Like, then, looking at stuff and be like, oh, that would work. Oh, yeah. that would work. And it's like, oh, let's change this. Let's completely throw away what is working. Rather than adapting, which yeah. is what we do now, is just kind of like, okay, we do this and it works and we know it works. Yeah. Let's kind of let this, like, tree branch off this way. Add on to it or something yeah. rather yeah. than – rather than completely – Restructuring and st- – Yeah. it to the side. Yeah. And it was like – it was like basically like changing offensive coordinators playing for me for the first like three because <laughs> it was like oh yeah remember that play that worked last year yeah we're throwing that completely out it's like yeah. and then I would get hit January and we were you know not doing well or struggled to score and I'm like God I wish we I wish we had that play uh, that it play was like, it was like an auto good shot that we could get yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah we're yeah. really struggling I wish I could call it right now and like what can I call I'm like nothing because all this stuff doesn't work <laughs> yeah 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 so so yeah but now we've made that adjustment and so yeah going back to like. Do we have styles yet? We have, like, our certain style. We're not going to vary off from it. But even then, we're adding stuff to that, like, zone pressing defense, like, every yeah. year. Like, we, I was just talking to uh, my assistant the other day about something I saw. I'm like, God, we could add that. And he's like, yeah, that would work, and that would be easy for us to add, too. Yeah. So it's just changing things up. But, yeah, I mean, every year you're going different. And every, every game, for sure, you're making different things. Even yeah. with playing, like, people think, oh, you play zone, you play it the same way. I mean, for basketball, you got to know who shooters are. Mm-hmm. What type of 
you know, are we going to be able to run on this team? Are we not going to be able to run on this team? And just, just things you see and just try to exploit. Exactly, right? I mean, that's what Bill Belichick, like, try to figure out the weakness that you could attack over and over again yeah. if you can until they fix it, and then yeah. you find another one. Or I'm, like, yeah. obsessed with, with Belichick and the Patriots and the things they do. Any, like, any right? documentary, any NFL film thing, like, I'll watch that, like, six times. Yeah, I like the I like, I love listening to coaches and, like, I don't know, because I want to be a coach, you know, and I, yeah. or a GM or something like that. That's why I do, do fantasy baseball stuff or yeah. whatever. It's funny when you hear, like, a coach, though, that's, like, in college or in the pros, and, like, they say stuff, and I'm like, no. Yeah. That's just terrible. <laughs> no wonder you're bad, or you're no wonder where you're at, but it's, like, uh, and that's the thing, too. It's, like, I've talked to some of the, like, at D.C., we've had a lot of kids play Division One sports at all different levels, and, like, they come back, and you think that, like, these guys that coach in college are, like, these really great coaches, and some of them come back, they're, they're terrible. Really? Yeah. Which is always surprising to me, right? Yeah, um, I mean it's not many, but like I'm still just surprised when I to hear be a college, collegiate program. You would right. Hey, right? It should be ran better than high schools, or at least, or whatever. But like sometimes you'll see like you know like the Cleveland Browns are ran worse than probably some collegiate teams, oh, yeah. or whatever. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. So, so you know it happens. You, you don't expect it, but it happens. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just checking out uh, a lot of retweets on your Twitter. Uh, very positive, very coaching, very, co- you know, I thought you did a scrub. I'm like, this guy did a scrub because it's all coaching. I'll be honest. I don't know how to do, like, any of that. And so, like, I mean, I know how to retweet and tweet. But, like, anything yeah. like a scrub like that, it would be like, I'd just give it to my wife. Like, here. Hey, there you go. You can delete these. Yeah. Get this. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, thank you. Uh-huh. This like, is she a- had to, like, for the first year when I got my Mac, because I got my Mac when I started, when I got a varsity job. Because I'm like, I need something to break down film. Yeah. And like, she would have to, she taught me iMovie for, like, a month. Oh, I got to learn iMovie. I've, I've tra- you got to learn all these. Yeah, I know. I'm trying oh, to. Now I'm just an iMovie whiz with that. Film. Yeah. I mean, we break down clips. Like, so we watch film. We'll play two games and watch film at the end of the week. We watch okay. film normally on the weekend. Unless it's, like, a big game, we watch film, like, in the middle of the week for some reason. Or if we see something, it's like, we have to fix this now. Yeah. Or if it's an easy fix, we'll watch film. We normally watch film once a week, and it's, like, I'll take two games and basically cut up, like, eight minutes worth. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. And then we'll just go through those. Because, really, the games, there's not that much action a lot of times. Or, like, that, or things you want to focus. You can't focus on the whole game. There's well, like, like I, I, I crash into, like, coaches that, like, they, they're like, yeah, we watch film. I'm like, what do you do? They're like, oh, we just put the game on. Like, what's what? that do? Oh, my God. Like, and all kids are doing, they're watching and waiting for their highlight. They're yeah. waiting for when they hit a three. They're waiting for when they get an and one. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, what good is that? Like, our, I think my kids get get pissed because I just, it's just nothing positive. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's like somebody said, like, for every, like, negative thing you say, you got to do seven positive things. Yeah. So, like, if we have, like, three bad film sessions in a row, I'll put one in there with just all good stuff. Good, like, like they had one tape, basically, of everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. But, I mean, it's cool. I mean, there's, I think films that film is the best learning tool there is. Okay. Like, by far. Do you think a lot of high school coaches are doing that? Uh, yeah. I mean, to what extent they're doing it? Like, I know, like when Nate Oates was at Romulus, they used to film practices, and I talked to some of their assistants. It was like that was, they said like that's kind of what really put us to another level was when we started really? filming practice. It just takes a lot of resources to do that. Yeah. Um, and I, I sometimes I'll film practice at the beginning of the year. I'll film a couple of them. Um, not the entire thing. I don't know what they were doing if they were filming the entire thing or not, but I'll film segments of practice, especially in the preseason, and go over film that way. Okay. It's good too to teach kids how to go how we're gonna go over film. Like this is what we're looking for. Yeah. We're in here to learn like there's no egos, like yeah. you're gonna get called out. It's like it fix it. It's all constructive criticism, how you're gonna take it. Um which normally it's good. Um but yeah, it's it's funny the arrangements we make to watch film though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, that's something I would like to do more. I, I wonder if uh, Chet and Matt are using that. I think they are for hockey. They definitely are blocking. So. so I'm I'm positive that. It's they are. so easy now. It's crazy Man. with huddle and stuff. It's just it's it's crazy how much. That's what I have an older coach on my staff who used to be an assistant on my brother's staff. Okay. And they used to like exchange VHS tapes and stuff like. Yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the old, yeah, yeah. And so, you couldn't break them down or anything. And like the yeah. Oh my goes, god. God, I can't believe the stuff we can do now. Like oh yeah. Because it's just like it's like oh we're playing so and so in state tournament. It's like oh we're playing so and so on Friday. Yeah, well, I you know emailed this coach, emailed this coach. We got four games on him right now. It's like what? Yeah, and then you got to break down all that video. Yeah, I mean, so I won't break that. Normally, I'll use that just for myself. If there's something specifically I want to see, yeah, I'll uh, I'll then I'll download it and then break it down, um, or want to show the kids. And the later you get in the tournament, the more time you spend on that stuff. Or if it's just a team that you know you're gonna run into, yeah, then you're you prepared for it. So some time. That's awesome to hear all that preparation. Did you get all that kind of preparation, do you feel like, in high school? No. No? No. <laughs> no, not at all. Like, again, we used to watch. It was that. we used to, But I don't know if it was film, film then. I mean, there was, like, it was, like, they used to burn the DVDs of, like, games. Okay, you used to have the DVDs, at least at that point. But it but. was, I don't remember watching film that much. I mean, I remember watching it a couple of times, but yeah. not, like, not like we do. Yeah, we never watch film, hockey, soccer. I don't have much experience watching film besides let's watching like on TV. And, and, and the best is not for kids because kids are like, oh, I did that. Like, oh, get to the help side. I was there. No, you weren't. Yeah. And they're like, yes, I was. I was like, okay, the film. And I'll say, I'll like, the film won't lie. The yeah, yeah. This guy don't lie. Oh, that's we'll nice. We'll see if it's there. Right. We'll see if it's there. And then I will. I mean, I, I have one of those stupid memories where I can remember. If I tell myself, I'll remember stuff like that. And yeah. I will remember to cut that and be like, yeah, remember when you said you were there? Look yeah. where you're at right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah, you yeah. there? No, you're not. Yeah, because you can't argue with the kid because you're like, yeah. Oh, especially like, during the game. Yeah. yeah. So then it's, and then like after like two months, like the kid will be like, I'm there. I'm like, would I yell at you if you weren't in the right spot? Like, yeah. I'm not just making this up. So yeah, it's, uh, that part of it's cool. That part of it's really cool. And again, I think it helps me learn. How do you deal with, uh, like how much time players get and stuff and the expectations and. So with like playing time? Yeah. So I do, I, I don't, I don't know where I found this at with basketball. It's the, I think it's the funniest thing. So at the beginning of the year. We gather the entire team up, okay, and we have them write on note cards, okay. Number one, we have them write how many shots do you expect to take in a game, and then they write it down like they're no one knows anything. And then after that, we write at the bottom of the note card how many minutes do you expect to play during a game. Well, there's 32 minutes in a basketball game, so we have 160 minutes total. Yeah. And we normally on a good day we're taking 50 shots. Normally it's more around 45 in a game, and so then we add all those up, and we're like. Guys, right now we're averaging taking 135 <laughs> shots, and we're playing guys for 350 minutes a game. So take your expectations and cut them in a third. Like, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Oh man. And so I think that's like a reality check. For where did yeah? Where did you get that I from? Have no idea. You don't I even know where you got that it from. Might have been something I saw online or something. But uh, we do that, and now it sucks because like the kids that return, they yeah, know. What we're they doing. know. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. last year was the closest yeah. we've ever been, but normally it's just it's the first time you do that somewhere, it's oh, just yeah. outrageous. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the numbers. Oh yeah. But it's good because it's again, it's just a reality check, and you know, you. I mean. We emphasize that everyone is important because they really are. Yeah. Kids think that's like lip service. It's not lip service. No. Like, we need that, you know, gold team or that black team or whatever it is at your school. Like, we need them to give the starting guys, like, a good look in practice. And yeah. And it's night and day when they do and when they don't. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, so it, we emphasize that and, like, we praise that a lot. Like, if, if we have a really good offensive day, it's because, like, the defense was so good that they gave us a look. Okay. Yeah. If we if there's a team that we're playing, they do something specifically defensively or something like that, and we just tear it up. Yeah. Like, it's and we give a lot of praise as much yeah. as we possibly can. But those kids play such a role, especially in basketball, like, on the bench, being positive, yeah. having energy. And not being – because kids come out of the game in basketball and they're pissed. Yeah. So they come down and they sit down, and what do they do? They want to find the person to complain to. Yeah, so sit there, pout. So if they sit next to the kid who never plays and says, man, this is stupid that I should – like, I need that kid that doesn't play to be like, no, it's yeah. not stupid. Like, we're winning. Shut up. Yeah. Go back in. Yeah. Like, but then they'll, they'll – they normally find – they know – and that's why, like, the one bad apple ruins a bunch. It's so true, especially in basketball, because, like, they'll find that one kid, and, God, that kid can just spread on the bench. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, now you used to have a solid eight-man, and now that eight-man thinks he should be a starter. And <laughs> yeah. now he's not solid anymore because he's got uh, an attitude about uh, it. Yep. Like, oh, oh, man. I've seen that happen, yeah. Because everybody thinks, yeah, wow, that's a good tool to use. Though. I want to use that anytime I coach before yeah. the season. Because I would be everybody expect, how many innings do you want to play? Yeah. How many hits do you expect how to have? How many do you expect to throw? Yeah. How many at-bats do you expect to get? Yeah. 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 So that part of it is um, that part of it's really cool with that. But, yeah, you can probably do that with a lot of sports, I would think. Yeah, and it's a good expect because even parents, I think parents have. I said un- I want to do it at the parent meeting. I've never. You've never. It, oh I, I said man. I want to do it at the parent meeting before. Please, you should. I think I you know. definitely should because they need to know. I know. Because I don't. I think parents have ridiculous expectations sometimes of what a coach. Like you don't think as a coach, I want every kid to like play and succeed and do well. Yeah. Like I do. See, I. I mean, part. I haven't. I haven't had as bad of parent experiences as most coaches. Like I, I've, you know, so many coaches like I got out of coaching because of the parents. Like I read those articles all the time, at least coaching because of parents. I mean, I don't know if it's because I just have been that lucky, but I really have not had that many bad parents. And normally when the parents are bad, it's, I mean, the, the bad parents I have, or, you know, the parents have come to me and complain about playing time and stuff like that. Like it's something where it's like, I don't I want to. I don't want to say obvious to everybody, but like the whole team knows that that's it's the right decision. Yeah, yeah, what's yeah. What's going on? Yeah. So it's easy to defend, but I also think like parents see with me and my staff that we're always we're our kids are prepared. We're practicing all ends. We're doing crazy, like th- not crazy things at practice, but our practices are intense. They're not a waste of time. They see the effort that we put in, and mm-hmm. they're like. These coaches are doing a good job, They're, yeah. so what am I going to come And you're winning, with? and, like, so there's only so much that could be said when you're winning, oh, yeah. too. And, oh, and when you lose, oh, that's when it's going to come. And yeah. I always say that, too. I'm like, oh, wait till we lose the first game. That's when so-and-so is going to come and complain. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, my so Yeah, because uh, I, 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 you know, I keep quiet. I was new to the staff, coaching with Brian and stuff like that, so, you know, and I, I keep to myself. I don't like any drama anyways, but, like, you would hear, like, parents, like, say things like, uh, like their kid would have a hit or something in a game, and like the parent would come by, see, that's why you need to play more. Like, oh, that's l- happened to me. Uh, I heard it uh, last year, and it's so funny because like you hear stuff, and parents don't think you hear it, but I hear it. Yeah, oh no, or, they, my, or assistant hears it. I think they know. They they wanted us to hear. This happened a couple times where they were saying an earshot of us, wanting us to like yeah. hear. Like we had a kid that barely, I mean not barely, but he he played a small small role last yeah. year. And uh, it was early in, like, scrimmages. So, like, the closer we get to the season, the more I want to actually, like, see what our rotation is going to look like. So, like, the first, like, two scrimmages, I mean, like, everyone's playing close to equal playing time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lineups are all mixed. But, like, the scrimmages before your first games, like, I'm starting to see, like, starting to practice tinker with what our rotation is going to be like. So this kid didn't play much in the scrimmage or whatever and got in there, like, in the later quarters or whatever, hit, like, two threes, and I hear the dad, yeah, that's why he should have been playing. Uh And I don't say anything, and, like, like they don't think I hear that. I yeah, hear yeah. That. Like, yeah. 
Oh yeah. The the more I coach, the more it's just like yeah, I don't that doesn't bother me anymore. If I was yeah. a younger coach, it used to bother me a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. What bothers me is just if if, if the kid gets an attitude. I care more. About, I honestly could care less what the parent says as long as the kid is knows what's going on. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Um, because yeah, parents, I feel like sometimes make it worse. Like they're not even actually knowing. Like the kid might not even be upset. It might be oh, like the parent more upset than the kid is. Like yeah. the kid knows his role and is okay with it, is accepted that's it, part of the team. And that's the worst too. When like a kid comes and talks to you about playing time, and you know the only reason they're coming to talk to you is because their parent told you to. Yeah. Like that. That I just hate. Like let first of all let them make their own decisions. Yeah. This is part of it. Yeah. You know, if they feel they're being mistreated, they need to speak up. But yeah. if they don't feel they're being mistreated. That's fine. Just, yeah. That, that's on them. It's not on you as the parent to jump in and be like, you should do this. You're not at practice every day, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, mom and dad, you're not there every day. And that's just the reality of it. Yeah, like, you're not there every day. Like, sometimes, and it, it sucks when the kid comes up to you because, again, it's like you could tell, they feel embarrassed. They yeah. don't want to do this. Yeah. But, you know, and they don't. it's funny because they, they'll fumble their words. They don't even know what to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and it, but it is tough. And, like, kids, I don't know. Kid, the kid, at least the kids I've coached. I mean, I think all of them know that I care about them more as a person than I do a basketball player. And uh, you know that that part of it's cool, and it's it's really cool to have good relationships, good relationships with kids that mm-hmm. don't that didn't play a lot or that weren't yeah. stars, you know, um, on your team. And those are those are pretty cool. Yeah, because uh, I did see a tweet. I want to say it might have been a tweet recently, actually. Uh, but it was like something about like how you enjoy just seeing your people succeed, basically, right? Like. Uh, not even just in sports, but like people you've coached after oh, yeah. they graduate and stuff, succeeding in life and stuff. And because I feel like a lot of things I've learned was from through sports and coach, you know, playing. Yeah. And one of my players got a, uh, the reason why I sent it out, one of my players got like a sick internship. Okay. And uh, I was just, I was, it was awesome. I was just fired up for him. I was so fired up. Like, yeah. I think I put it, like, it, was, it felt better than any sort of win I ever had. So um, actually, that kid, he's doing his internship and he's, hung around the first couple practices we've had. Nice. And so he might be the first guy that was a former player of mine that he's actually going to help out coach, but we'll see. I, I should have a couple of those, but it's, you know, when you're young, you don't have those guys yet. Yeah, it takes ready. time to they're build. not ready till they're right. 25, 26 or whatever, you know. So, yeah. That's where it starts at. All right, we're going to take a break. All right, we're back. Uh, me and Mac would just talk a little bit uh, off-camera stuff. Um well, video, creating videos and uh, creating a production team, basically, almost, in school, maybe, uh, to be a part of, like, the sports team type right. of thing. I think that would be great. I think that's because, like, there's so much money to be made, not just being an athlete, but in sports, like, learning all that stuff, marketing. Well, yeah. It's or, becoming more and more um, popular or relevant. Like, teams have – teams, their video production staff keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. It's like it's getting smaller. And video technology has gotten st- – so cheap and inexpensive that like most people can do it now um it's not just sports either though i mean like you know so that's yeah it's a huge but it'd be a great way to get in get some experience so that'd be something i would like to create uh especially because uh so i'm having i have like detroit creativity project coming to uh, lincoln park this coming up here hopefully it sounds like it's almost official but like they're gonna help like teach like improv and stuff like that to some like an after school program but I want to bring in, like, because uh, I'm part of the Planet Net Podcast Network, mm-hmm. which has provided this Planet Net studio and stuff like that. But at the last meeting, we're talking about, like, in getting them involved and in trying to create podcasts or, you know, teaching kids how to do podcasts. Right. The, the only thing I, I think I run into with trying to get, like, a kid to get, be, like, a video team manager yeah, is these kids are growing up now, and it's just a generation of haters. I tell them that all the time. <laughs> 
and like they would get hated on. Oh yeah. Because like there'd be some idiot in their school or something that says something oh, to sure. in the class that oh yeah, you're just like the manager or whatever and like you just gotta let those people go. Kids can play a huge role and I mean if it's cool to do in college, why would it not be cool to do in high school? Yeah. Like just I don't it doesn't make sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I tell the kids all that all the time because it is. It's just they're they're in a generation of haters. Like Yeah, and it's like out there more now. Like you could kinda like usually be like a secret, whatever you like. You know, if I like Pokemon, like I could secretly keep it. But now it's like hard to like yeah, everything's yeah. out there. Yeah. For kids. And they they will expose you. Yeah. Uh but I, that's why I don't I I try to like teach kids, you know, to have self confidence and not try to really worry about what others are saying about. It. Like, if they have time to worry about you, like I don't have enough time to worry about other people. So yeah. I don't know what you're doing in your life that you're worried about me or whoever else. Yeah. Like, don't you have enough things in your own life? Like, I normally just try to display this as well as I can. Like, who cares? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, seriously, nobody cares. Yeah, who cares? Uh, that's basically it. A lot of people think everybody cares about them, but really nobody, yeah. nobody cares. Yeah. Maybe your mom and dad. Yeah. You know, if you're lucky. Most people don't care. They're pretty entwined in their own life and what they're trying to it's figure just, out. It's funny how you use that. Like, there's like if we're on like a good winning streak, it's like, yeah, who cares? Like, we got to keep doing. What we're yeah. Doing. Oh, but if we, you know, are if I'm trying to motivate them and like there's a ranking or something and we're not ranked or somebody didn't talk about this, I'm just filled up like, oh, yep, no one thinks we're any good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll definitely use that as uh, yeah. motivation and yeah. Uh, something. Yeah, I mean, definitely. That's what a good coach. Like, does. Now we should care about. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we're being disrespected. Yeah. Now yeah. we're gonna care. Yeah. Yeah, you got to use it to your advantage, you know. There's a lot of, like, uh, I know me and Ambrose talked a little bit about, like, mental games sometimes you play with kids and, like, you know, like, give them advice, but, like, what's really working and sometimes, you know, like, sometimes they just get in their own heads, I guess, mentally, you know, giving them, like, a placebo effect. Like, I think I brought up Chet one time, gave a guy some, like, weird sticky tape or whatever and told them that Wayne Gretzky used it or something. The kid just, like, had a confidence boost to, like. Yeah. I like just pushing kids to, like, like just pushing them, you know, you push a kid for a month or a month and a half to like they got to do this, they got to do this, and then they start doing it, and you can see that like they're like, okay, I got this figured out, and then I love to just create a whole different level they need to go to where it's yeah. like, wait, what? I'm not like I thought I'm like I'm kind of peaked right now. Yeah, like no, we need you to do this, this, and this now. Nice. Like, and why can't you do that? Like, yeah. come on. And, yeah. Uh, that part of it's pretty cool because then you see kids, you know, as. Coaching is, to me, it's not about, like, making the best of the talent you have. It's pulling the talent out of kids okay. that they have. Yeah. Because that's, that's what's actually going to get you to the point where you're overachieving and you're, you know, accomplishing some things, which, yeah, I would say that, like, you know, in the past, you know, especially last year for us, yeah, we went 19 and, you know, whatever, but there was nobody – we didn't lose to anybody we kind of weren't supposed to lose to maybe. Okay. I guess you could say. Nice. Um, which was pretty cool. Like we never got upset. I would say. Yeah, yeah, like, We yeah, never yeah. lost a game. It was like we didn't what? see that coming. Yeah, like, like what the any game that we lost, like we knew all right today's gonna be a battle. And yeah. like it wasn't like we lost all those. Like we won a lot of those games too that we thought were like okay, this is kind of like a, a toss up yeah. game tonight. Yeah. Um, but it was it was pretty cool that like our kids always kind of rise to the challenge for that. Do you think uh, any team you gave teams an upset to them? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> like what the. Oh, we beat Catholic Central this year. And they oh, nice. Us. Yeah, I mean, because all of our parents and their parents, like, all the kids grew up together. Yeah. So they always talk, and so I hear it from the dads. Like, I was just at a grad party, like, last week, and one of the dads was like, yeah, so-and-so's dad in CC said, yeah, we're going to rest our starters in the second half. This is going to be, like, an easy win. I even had former players tell them, like, God, I hope you guys keep it within 40, blah, blah. Oh, we, my. Ne- we never trailed. We were up, like, 11 or 13 at one point and won by, I think, we ended up winning by, like, two. We got really close at the end. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, with that, I mean, we, we've had some other wins. I'm sure that people didn't expect us to win. Those are always fun. Oh, those are sweet. Those are always fun when you, like, win games that, like, no one else expects. It's good when the kids, like, look around, like, like when, like, the next day or, like, the, you know, or after the season, like, how do we beat that? Like, yeah, that part of it's uh, pretty cool. Or, like, even when you go on a long run, like, at uh, Melbourne, the last year I was there, we went 15-1 and one in league, and, like, we ran off a stretch. I think we won, like, 12 in a row. Nice. And we were winning. It was so funny. We won 12 in a row, and, like, not one of those was by more than, like, five points. Okay. Five points, and it was just, like. Granted, it was us playing down a lot of times, I thought. Like, I, the, the kids would laugh at me. They're like, remember you always would think we were going to lose games? I was like, yeah, because you guys made everything. Like, yeah. It was always tied with two minutes left, dude. That's why I thought we were going to lose. Yeah. They're like, you know we're going to win. I'm like, why don't you guys just, like, play the last two minutes? Play that the whole game. Like, yeah. it'd be nice if we could blow somebody out and your coach isn't going to have a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. be great, guys. Yes, that'd be nice. But uh, sometimes you play down to your opponent. and But yeah. like you said, that's a, it's good if you didn't lose to any teams that you weren't expecting to lose to you know like the yeah. beat you know that's, I mean, that, that's good. difficult too to, to get kids to we lost to cabrini what's that i said we lost to cabrini no oh and <laughs> our first game of the year for baseball baseball i mean baseball is different baseball yeah. high school is so different though because it's like who's throwing you yeah, know? yeah are they throwing their one and you're throwing your four exactly well, that's not like... it was like the first game of the year is like 30 degrees yeah yeah that too like, <laughs> it that's was the reason why i just hated coaching like, yeah oh my god it was so, so cold bad. this year Oh, yeah. And, like, the last thing on earth I want to do is sit outside when it's 50 and windy and kind of rainy yeah. and practice. Yeah. The oh, last yeah. thing on earth I want to do is that. Oh, yeah. That, so That part was terrible. Yeah, yeah. I could I, – yeah. As soon as I got, like, a – I was, like, as soon as I get a varsity basketball check, I'm not coaching baseball anymore. Like, it's just not happening. Uh, Do you think you'd have the time? To do what? Both. To do both? <laughs> do I have the time? Yeah. Do I want to spend the time? No. <laughs> not even close. Well, no. Brian, you know, Brian's took it to the football coaching job oh, over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you think that'd be a little bit of a time commitment. Like, one of those jobs at the South is like a full time job. Oh, yeah. Like, well, yeah, if you're a high school football coach in <laughs> Texas, it's like baseball all you coach, do. even probably. Like, like, all you do. Yeah, maybe too. Uh, um, but yeah, I just, no, I, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to spend that much time. Cause you, you take away from everything. You take away from the other sports you're doing then. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I said, like we were talking about earlier, like you know, basketball. It's it's full time. It's it's yeah. Twelve months out of the year, I'm working on something for basketball. Right. Like it's hundred. I get it. So I'm curious to see how he does with this. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be hard. Uh, I'm sure he'll have like some growing spurts, you know. And the, I, or, you just, know. I just keep telling him he's just gonna be Brady. Are you? I say, are you gonna be Brady Hoke and not wear a headset and just clap in the? <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna wear a headset I'm like, and say what? What are you gonna say? <laughs> oh, Brady Hoke, that's hilarious. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 a cool challenge, and like, you know, everyone watches football. Yeah. But not everyone either. Maybe even played it or like, you know, I I I didn't play high school football. I played middle school and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know. I've gone to Michigan games since birth. Like, I watch the NFL religiously. Like, I know football. And, like, yeah. everyone, because my brother's always like, man, you should join Brian's staff. Like, you should. I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> want to do that. He's like, I think you'd be good. I was like, ah, there maybe is a shot that, like, yeah, I would know something we're going to do. But, like, I don't know the terminology, and I would hate not knowing that stuff. And, again, it would just take too much time. Yeah, you would figure it out. Yeah, you would figure it well, out, but do you want to? your teeth kicked in for yeah. six years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's a lot. Of, I mean, that's football's a lot of time, too. Oh, yeah. Again, there's no rainouts for football. Like, you're, you're playing. And uh, that's, like, year-round. Like, they were, they were practicing in the springtime, workouts and if stuff good, like that. Yeah. If so, you're yeah. Good, it's, if you're good, it's a lot. I mean, I know that, like, DC starts lifting in January. They start yeah. lifting. I mean, they're really lifting all year round, but they really get into it. I know in January. So I mean, yeah, it's 
it's a huge commitment. But that's why their their staffs are so big because it's such a big commitment. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's he's doing work. I'm curious to see. I'll be curious to watch because you know I'm teaching at Lincoln Park now. So for the next few years, I'm curious to see how this all plays out. Uh, I mean, he's taking a team that was on MTV. Had had it was like six years ago. But they were so bad. They were like the they got picked because they were nationally like the worst football team. Yeah, but they've been in the playoffs twice since then, right? No. At least once. No, really? Yeah, they went six and three the one year when they had uh the big fella playing quarterback. I'm gonna have to look at that up. Oh, they for sure did, hundred percent. Uh, I think I think they went to the playoffs two years. They were so bad. Yeah, they went they went six and three. It was probably like four years ago. God, who was Brian? The big guy that played uh, he plays at Wayne State now. He played first base from. We always make fun of Brian because he uh, he the kid slid into is in their district game. He slid into first base. Oh no. Uh, feet first and like broke his ankle. Like, oh Brian, no! Why did you tell him to get down? It was Hartman coached first. Oh no! Yeah, I can't think of the kid's name. The district game broke his. Oh yeah. no! Yeah, yeah, but no, he was he was he, but he played quarterback. He was really good too. Yeah, he plays. I think he plays like H uh, back or tight end at Wayne State. Now. Okay. Well, I'm curious to see how it does. It's a lot of it's a lot of work on his plate, uh, along with obviously just being a school teacher at the middle school too, which I don't. I mean, I do not want to be over there. Like middle school kids, I can deal with the high school kids. Middle school kids to me, too rambunctious. Yeah, I don't know. Too much. That's crazy over there. I remember, at least that's how I, I remember my me being in middle school. Like it was nuts over there. Yeah. It's a weird age. I don't. It's it's weird coaching like uh, like when I was coaching uh, summer ball with Brian. Like I I didn't I didn't like coaching the. 17-18 team as much as I like coaching the 15-16 team just because yeah. they're not set in their ways yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By, yeah, by the time, yeah, they're, like, going to be a senior oh, by the time or something. They're a senior, oh, like, man. You, just, you can't tell them anything. Yeah, they know it all. <laughs> had, or, like, like for basketball, like, if you've had a kid for, like, three years, like, they've heard it all already. Like, they've heard all of it. Yeah. You know? So and do you let them just be a little bit then by the time they're a senior, or do you just still, like... If they're doing it the right way, if they've listened. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> or otherwise, it's like, we've been going to this for three years from you. When are you going to figure it out next year when you're gone? Yeah. When yeah. are you going to figure it out? Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, it's it's great when you get kids. But again, it's like, uh, again, raising the bar. So, like, you get kids that get it. It's yeah. like, okay, make the guy next to you get it now. Yeah. And yeah. If they don't get it, I'm blaming you. Yeah, it's hard. So, it's, it's I mean, you're always just challenging kids. Yeah. To be better, basically, do your job. Yeah, you the know. do your job thing we take for the case. I mean, we talk about that all the time. Yeah, like, that's just huge. Like, yeah. I, like, I mean, again, to see like the little things. Yeah, like uh, I love those when they break down the plays. Like, especially like the one that sticks out is the Super Bowl where they stopped the inch of the goal line. Like that one, that that do your job one. Like, there's a play where I think it might have been the play before. Like Lynch had a huge hole. Yeah. And like Hightower makes this insane play. Like he literally yeah. bench presses a lineman off of him. Yeah. And makes this stop. And it's like you never see that play on a highlight reel. That yeah. play won the Super Bowl for him. Yeah, like yeah, everything yeah. Everything won the Super Bowl for yep. him. You know, they break down the interception play at the goal line. And, yep. and it's like the one corner jams the one receiver and everything to make it. It's like look at everyone doing their yeah, job. Exactly. Every, yes. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we talk about that a lot. And it's cool because we have those, you know, I remember like we beat um, – my last year at Melvinville, we beat Allen Park at their place, and, like, we got a steal with, like, 45 seconds left and hit a three to go up, like, one. And on the steal, literally ev- all five kids touched the ball. Like, so one kid, like, tapped it from behind. Another kid deflected it. Another kid dove on the ground, yeah. gave it to another kid. The other kid spread in the wing and hit the three or whatever. Like, And it was like, look, everyone doing their job. Yeah. Like, as little as that was. Like, so-and-so hit the three, and he's going to, you know. Get the credit. In the from end. all the parents and yeah. everything. But in this room, we know that was everybody that yeah. did that. Um, and, and so, again, it's stuff like that, like, always just 
highlighting when everyone yeah when when everyone did something to succeed for something it's like a great coaching it's so easy to make the it's just so it's it helps your buy-in it helps get kids to buy in yeah because again if kids don't buy into what you're doing if they're not you know taking what you're selling it's yeah you can have all the talent in the world if the kids don't buy in yeah and that's like when i moved over to dc like they had you know a kid that was going to go division one we played him the year before i'd heard about him since he was a freshman like yeah and i'm like you know I got it. You know, going in, like you got to have a good relationship with him. If you don't, you're gonna lose the whole team. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's it's part of the process. I think that moving over in any coach, I would say, if, especially for basketball, if you start somewhere, your next biggest relationship that you need to have is with the football coach. Okay. There are so many places yeah. where you know football is. It takes up a lot of time, and football can help out in so many ways. Like yeah. it, it gets kids those athletic reps too. But like. Yep. You know, we don't do as much in the weight room because the majority of our kids play football. Yeah, so they're doing it that, at that point. So they're in there. Yeah. Like, you know, that, you know, it takes away from stuff we have to do. But, you know, and it's really simple. Like, I, it, it blows my mind when I hear basketball coaches like, oh, yeah, I can't get along with the football coach or vice versa. I'm like, why are you not working together? Yeah. Like, it's, a pro- it's just yeah. dumb. Yeah. It's just dumb. You want athletes in the school, right? Yeah. Like, you know, uh, football made a run when I got to D.C., they lost in quarterfinals, I would think. They had Theo Day, Aiden Hutchinson, and, um, you know, they kind of got upset. But the fact that they lost on Friday, basketball practice started Monday. So they were like, oh, you have all your kids on Monday. I'm like, no, I wish you guys would have won. Yeah. Go in a state title and get, you know, more athletes that want to come here. Exactly. Like, that's – The whole program will be exactly, better yeah. for the long run. Right, yeah. Like, you know, that's rooting for every other sport to be yeah. really successful and want them to be successful. Yeah. Yeah create that I, like I mentality for the st- whole student body like not just one sport but like you yeah, yeah you want to start doing well in everything you exactly. want your students to do well in school too like you yeah. know like we should all be doing whatever we can but a lot of times people are so short-term minded and also just think about like themselves in a bubble or like how exactly. they are impacted rather than yeah. how does it impact everything else exactly oh so i lost i would lose out on a week of practice with like five kids so what it's yeah. november yeah yeah like, yeah we, it doesn't matter what we do till march like yeah well, they'll get there, but mm-hmm. go do what you got to do until then. Yeah. So. so working together for these kids. And that's like what's better for the kids, too, if everybody's working together, right? Yeah. They're not being feeling being pulled one way or the other, but often yeah. being communicated like, hey, yeah, we're going to work with you and yeah. to have this to yeah, happen. I, I, I never want to pull a kid like away from it. I, I, that, that'd be horrible. Like no one ever did that to me. Yeah. But it was more accepted that in our day and age that you played every sport. You yeah. Played whatever it was, you, you were playing something. Yeah. So we didn't deal with that as much. I think that like the – you played one sport thing was kind of just getting started as I was, yeah, as my athletic career was ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if if I were to bring you up to like Adam Darren or something, the number one thing he would remember for you from is how big of a Michigan football fan you are. You're probably yeah. the biggest, maybe. Are you still the biggest like Michigan football fan that I know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're still like it's been a couple of years, and I know you've you've had family like tickets from oh, yeah. your grandma or. Oh yeah, so we've yeah, we've had my grandma had season tickets in like 1954. Okay. And they've been passed down, <laughs> down, down the line since. Um, but yeah, we you know we still go to every home game. Normally we'll mix in one, maybe one away game a year. Um, we used to, God when I was in high school, like I used to go to like three or four away games a year. I mean, we would go to those. Still follow recruiting a lot. They only have like three or four like oh, yeah, games years. a year. Yeah, some, those years are the worst. Then you got eight home games, just eats up your whole Saturday. <laughs> like, 
Like when you, the, the worst is when they get stretches like three games in a row and they're playing like oh, Akron, yeah. Eastern, and like Rutgers. It's Usually like, oh, the beginning God. of the year. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, but it's it's been getting because like we're all in the same kind of boat. Yeah. But, like I never don't want to go. I want to be there in case the game's close. Yeah. Um. But now we're in the. It's like okay, it's a blowout. Let's get out of here. Yep. Like let's leave. You know, after the first, if we score in the first drive in the third quarter, we're out of here. We're up thirty-one. Like let's yeah. get in the car and watch the fourth quarter at home. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you're yeah. ready to watch whatever the next game yeah. is tonight. Yeah. Uh, I always, I still think about, uh, you are a fanatic or at least in college when, uh, we, I was up there for that semester of that central, uh, it was the two, th- I think it was 2007. Is that the year it was number one versus two Michigan, six. Ohio state. Six. Oh, six. Yeah. So if that was the year there, then I know exactly what year that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a good year. That was a I mean, yeah, it was a good year, but it was a heartbreaker of a game. Uh, it is, but that, that's like one game that. I don't mind watching. I can watch yeah. the Michigan Ohio State game from 06 all day because we played good. Yeah, it lived like, up I cannot watch last year's game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot yeah. watch that. You just suck. And, yeah. yeah. I could watch two years ago, the 2016 game with the overtime game. Yeah. Like, that was a good game. Like, we, you can't like you can't leave and be like, oh, we played we played terribly. Yeah, like, yeah. Granted, you could have made plays to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, but, like, but like la- I can't watch last year's game. Yeah. No, but you would have, like, when there's commercials, you'd put the fight saw on or Oh, yeah, we were going hard. You were going pretty – you were ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you would you would have like arguments like about John Navarre, I think. Were you a John Navarre hater or lover? Would uh, I was probably more. I wasn't that big of a hater, but I was probably on the hater side. I you were probably someone was trying to talk him up, and oh, I just stupid arguments it's about. Probably K Will. K Will. Probably. Oh, just love, love, love probably Navarre. was. <laughs> uh, so you've been watching their baseball games. The College uh, World Series. Yeah, the College World Series. Yeah, be- I started watching the Super Regional. I watched most of that up north. I, I watched the uh, the like twelve inning game that lasted till like two in the morning. I watched all of that. that yeah, was insane. Yeah, uh, was that the UCLA one or? Yeah, was, yeah, was, was UCLA one. number one or? Yeah, they nope. turned like like UCLA had nobody out and bases loaded and they ten Michigan got out of the jam. It was on the crazy. Did you see that? No, we talked about it last week though. So did you? So you've got the. Right I've heard of play. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nuts. So. No one knew what was going on. Like, we were yelling, like, that's triple play. That's triple play. So it was a triple play? No, it wasn't. Oh. It was just double play. Because, okay. like, the camera angle, it looked like the third baseman caught a line drive, but he picked it. Oh, okay. So, so uh, then just turn yeah. two. Yeah, it was still just a really weird play. Yeah. Uh, they just beat, uh, who did they beat? Texas Tech yeah. yesterday. So that was, like, another big win, 5-3. to three. Yeah. Um, that was their first College World Series win since uh, 1983. Yeah. So that's huge. It's, it's pretty cool the way the schedule, like, sets up, too. Like, so they don't play again until tomorrow. And then I, if they I, win, they don't play again until, like, Wednesday. So, like, you Because it's, play, like, a two-game elimination. Yeah, it's a two-game elimination. Or, no, maybe if they win, they don't play till Friday. Something like that. I don't, like, their one can throw again, like, in the next, like, two games. And that's huge crazy. in baseball. Like, oh, if yeah. you have, if you have like, your – Especially college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way it seems – I mean, I've, it's not like I've watched a ton of Michigan baseball. But, like, the little bit that I watched, it looks like they really rely on the one and two – yeah. The deal for them. It doesn't look like their bullpen's super great that they have that much confidence going to it. But I was, I heard yesterday, like, their coach's philosophy is just whoever is the next best pitcher is going to throw. That's why, like, the number two yeah. starter came out of the bullpen yesterday. Okay. And when he was in trouble, the number three was warming up. So, like, there is really, it's not like we have relievers. It's like we have, this is, these are our best our pitchers. Our best pitchers, we're yeah. going to pitch them. <laughs> if you want to pitch, you got to go up the ladder. Yeah. Those are our best like... pitchers. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Hey, whatever it takes to win, I hope good luck to them. Uh, keep winning, man. Do us proud. Uh, we need some type of wins here in like Michigan. I mean, yeah, something. it's been pretty bad. It's been pretty bad. It's been. I mean, it's hard to do a sports show 
nationally oh, and locally bet. or locally <laughs> about these teams. There's not much to say, like especially positive. I like to be yeah. a positive guy. And everything's always like geared towards the future. I mean, especially like with the Tigers. Yeah. But that's but like, I, I, what I can't stand. My brother does it. It just drives me crazy. Like he, 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 he was openly rooting. Like it was after a basketball game, and we were out getting food, and he's like openly cheering for the team that was playing the Red Wings. And I'm like, yeah. shut up. Like he literally yelled yeah. yes, like when the Capitals scored. I'm yeah. Like, what are you doing? Lose for Hughes. Oh God, it's just I just I just hate it. I just hate it. Like no, and everyone's like, oh, they're so dumb for winning. Like they're. Jobs are on the line. Well, yeah, the, those players, the, the, you can't Coaches, blame them. GMs, the GM, no, no, the GMs. I feel like the GM should have put players, keep them down, and the minors. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, like no GM is walking in the locker room and be like, let's lose this. No, 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 no. But you could put your team in a situation to lose. You know what? I'm, by putting a roster a certain type of way, my, by my playing one, a certain goalie. My one assistant is a huge Lions fan because I think it's because I was just such a big Michigan fan growing up. Like I could always care less about the Lions. Okay. Like, I mean, I was I follow them. I like yeah, I yeah. hope they win, but like if the Lions lose on a Saturday or a Sunday, I don't care. <laughs> They'll probably lose Saturday too this yeah, year. <laughs> but uh, like when they beat Green Bay at the end of the year when it meant nothing, they uh, on draft picks. He came to practice the next day just steaming pissed, yeah. and he's like, "They would win that." Game. Yeah, that's they what would. he's like. Yeah. Only the Lions would win that. Game. <laughs> when games you're not supposed to win, you don't need to win. Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, but I feel like that's part of the rules. Like, the rule shouldn't be that way, where it promotes tanking. Yeah, I mean, team, uh, they, I think they're all trying to get away from it a little they're bit. They're trying to, different lottery percentages and stuff like that or yeah. whatever, so. But, but I, I, I mean, at the end of the day, like, how do you go out, uh, how can you be a professional athlete, you go out and you try to play a game to lose? Like, what do you do? No players are going, I don't think any players are going out there to lose, again. Like, but you just put bad, you just don't side good players, you just put a good bad team yeah. out there on the field that is expected if they win good for them but like yeah. you're doing everything you can almost to like the tigers need to be selling their top players trade shade green away they could get cassiano even though he hasn't done anything but trade him away if we get anything they're talking about even trading like matt boyd away maybe i mean what you should do is you should look at who is okay when are we going to be good we project that we're going to be good in five or six years who is on this roster right now? It's going to be on the roster. I don't think it's that five. <laughs> Hopefully nobody's looking five or six years. It's going to be, though. It should be like two or three. It's nuts. No, it's not. Yeah. Who's going to hit in three years? Oh, we do need some hitting. Uh, Nine of them? <laughs> Those, it's hard to come up with. And I'm not talking like, okay, we're almost to 500 good. Like, I'm talking like we're going to make the postseason good. Who is on the roster now that's going to be on the no roster? No one now. Like, no one that I like yeah. now. Like, before we had the argument uh, – <laughs> Like last year, the maybe it was the year before about Fulmer, and I'm yeah. like, well, Fulmer could be a guy. Like, don't trade him. That could be a guy. Uh, Not yeah. now, but yeah. yeah. Do you think they should try trade Matt Boyd? Um, God, he's pretty. He's on my fantasy squad. He's pretty sick. Say that one more time. He's on my fantasy squad. He's uh, pretty sick. Yeah, he's been really. So you know how good he's been. Yeah, he's been really good. Um, yeah. But yeah, I. God, it depends what they get because like even, I I feel like the last selling when they sold Verlander, they sold. Um, JD. Yeah, uh, Cespedes. Like, they just didn't get enough. Yeah. And I think they didn't get enough because they waited too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if you're not going to, if you're not going to re-sign Scherzer, why are, what are we, what are we doing here? Like, there's not, they, it's, they were trying to win it that year, though. Like, but if you're either in or you're out there. They should have won. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy when you look back at some of the rotations they had. Like, just insane. And teams. And, off, like, offense and, like, yeah, they were ridiculous. I've, I've, already, I've talked about it, like, plenty of times on this show. Like, how do we not win a World Series? Oh, I, yeah. 
I mean, those five or six years or whatever, seven, eight years, yeah, whatever it was. Like, well, they were the favorite to win both times they got there, right? And then they got, I know they got swept both. Times. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're oh, the yeah. yeah. The Cardinals were a 500 team or something yeah. like that got slipped in. Yeah, I mean, maybe because that was long longer ago, but I remember playing the Giants and everyone's like, oh, the Tigers are going oh, to yeah. roll the Giants. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. And then we lost to Baltimore in the one year, like, that we were supposed to, like, expect to, like, win that the That year just two. never felt right, though. Yeah. I mean, that year, it just did. It and then the Boston never... year, we lost to them in the uh, That year was. Where David Ortiz hit that monstrous home run with the police officer yeah, or whatever. That year kind of felt low that I thought. Oh, it was man. just, it sucked because, and I was always hated. I hated the Victor Martinez signing. Yeah. Always have, always will. Hated the re-signing. The last one was the worst one. He wasn't bad. By the time October got here, he was, like, literally walking base to base. And then, like, Cabrera was always there. My brother always talked about that, too, like, with Cabrera. I'm like, yeah. why DH him yeah. and don't sign Victor and go get a first base? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. like, well, Cabrera wants to be first. I'm like, I don't care what he wants to do. Yeah. Like, if he, if you just make Cabrera DH at age, like, 32. Yeah. He's he's David Ortiz. He's gonna hit till he's forty two, and he's gonna hit the snot out of the ball. So longevity, he'll play yeah. longer. He'll be oh, able to he be serviceable. To I don't care what he wants to do. Yeah, 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 I yeah. Don't care. Well, it's a hard decision, especially as like an athlete. Like if you were a first baseman, then I mean, yeah. How would you take it though? Hey, dude, we we're paying you thirty million dollars. Yeah, it is like we want million. you to be productive. When we're paying you thirty, thirty two, and not go out like last year and hit two forty or whatever. How about Dabrowski gets to like do all these deals, try to go for it all these years, and then boom, he's out after like the like here comes the rebuild. I'm out. I'm going to Boston. But they fired him. Did they fire him? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, do you, they either fired him or it was all like he was going to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he was going to be fired because Illich didn't want to sell. Didn't oh, wanna, what, didn't, uh, at the trade deadline, didn't want to sell. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. Yeah, was, I do remember reading that. Which was a year that. late. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. two years. I mean, not two years, but it was a year late for sure. Well, he went to a good place, though. Went to Boston, who had oh, a great farm system, and, and now look at. They're winning. Yeah. Yeah, shocker. Yeah. Like, all, that's all that dude does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they won the World Series last year, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the the hangover for this year or whatever they were saying, but they're doing they're right back at it now. They're they're picking it up. They won't go far if they if they fall off. They won't go far. Yeah, yeah. That's just a tough division though with the Rays. The Rays are so good. They're so underrated. They're pesky. Like their pitching is so good right now. Toronto's good. I mean, Toronto will be good. They're yeah. not good right. Like yeah, they're young. Uh, they got obviously Vlad Jr. and then Bo Bichette's coming up too. Like they got some good players. Mm. Uh, but they're still like couple years away that's gonna be a tough division baltimore though ugh, like they're gonna be bad you want to talk about a team in a bad situation yeah. uh did they just have the first route did they have the first overall pick though like but yeah, even the catcher from oregon state i think yeah um and he's supposed to be like one of the best prospects since like bryce harper or something like that coming out so yeah. uh he might be pretty good but besides like their farm system's awful their team currently like they don't have anybody like good trade candidates to get pieces and they're just going to be in a tough division, so yeah, pretty brutal. And that's, I mean, the Tigers got to focus on if they're going to. Yeah, you got to Cleveland, right? Is Cleveland, uh, the Twins are good right now. The Twins oh, yeah, are killing it. Too. Yeah. The Twins got like the best offense in the major leagues, like right now, or something mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, which started at the second half of last year. Their offense was really good, and then they actually like added some pieces, like adding Nelson Cruz to that lineup just deepens that lineup. So Mar- and then they got scope, and they also signed Marwin Gonzalez, mm-hmm. and with the young guys, Sano just came back. So that offense is good. And, and their offense is good, and they have probably one of the biggest busts 
Oh, Byron. Yeah. Yeah, Byron like, boxed it. was supposed to be so good. He was supposed to be Mike Trout. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Five. Yeah. Flies. Hits for power. Hits for average. And he just. Yeah. Garbage. Like he should see like fifty bases. Yeah. And... So I mean, that's the guy that they were probably building everything around, and the fact yeah. that that guy's flaming out, and they're yeah. still. You know, doing what they're doing, it's yeah. And Sano was right there with him. Like Byron Bucks was like the number one overall like mm-hmm. prospect. Uh, Sano was like a top five, and he was like the top like power prospect. So they had not the number one athletic, yeah. but also a power guy. Yeah. Like and neither one of those guys aren't even like right. really contributing to what they've yeah. been doing. It's been uh, Jorge Polanco. Well, Sano's always been the guy that always talked about couldn't hit for average. He reminds me, yeah, of, yeah. he's like um, the Gallo dude from Texas. Yep. Just yeah, it's like the same yeah. player. Yeah, just but if you hit thirty five to forty home runs and you still walk a decent amount, yeah. like that's that works in the mm-hmm. ML the the current climate of the MLB right now. Yeah, so. Uh, but Joey Gallo has been – he was sick before he got hurt. He was real sick. But, but he was sister- never going to hit more than 230. Yeah, yeah. Everyone no. always knew that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like – well, Chris Davis, he bats like 247 or something, mm-hmm. like three consecutive years. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous how how someone could even do that. Like, you play 150-something baseball games. It was games. Ridiculous. It was like last year or the year before where he was batting four-hole, hitting like 199. Yeah. Who? Chris, Chris Davis. Chris Davis. Oh, no, wait. Are you talking about which Chris Davis? Oh, I'm talking about the Baltimore. Like yeah, the I was Baltimore. like, hold on. I'm talking, I was talking about the Oakland one. Oakland, Oakland, Oakland Chris Davis yeah. has hit 247 average-wise yeah. the last three years in a row, which I don't know what the odds of that are happening, but can't be very likely. <laughs> uh, but uh, I just want to let you know that uh, Chet still blames you for his, like, fantasy curse from that first fantasy draft that you did. He with was him. twisting my – I don't even remember it, but he was twisting my arm to come help me. I don't know anything about it. Like, twisting my, I'm like – of course, Chet blames me. Chet yeah, he's still. Yeah, he, he's it's still. Never Chet's fault. <laughs> no, no. Never it's Chet. always how this did this, or like. So he was. He still talks about years ago, like how it's affected like the league and stuff like that. Complains about it, but your guys' league like completely changed after. That. Oh yeah, it's 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 been reef like nobody. I don't think anybody's been kept from that draft. Like I would maybe a couple people. I remember Chet, like, I was asking him all week about, like, the rules and never explained the rules. Like, I walked in and didn't know what was going on. It's like, how are you expected to? Yeah. Like, I don't know. What are the rules? Okay, so that makes a lot of sense. So he doesn't, he doesn't say that part, you know? Like, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't, say, he doesn't bring that part up. <laughs> he just said, that's what happens when you, I don't draft. I got some idiot drafted, and, you know, so. I just, you know, I was just curious how, how, what you had to say. Like, what was your perspective on that? I really, I do not remember that. Like I, I mean, I remember that, but I, I couldn't name one player we drafted that day. I drafted three shortstops that year. I remember you were laughing at it. Uh, Probably. <laughs> well, the year was like Reyes, Haley Ramirez, and Troy Tulowitzki were like the top three shortstops. Like Haley could play like short and third, so I was able to play all three of them. Still, uh-huh. I was just kind of like, yeah, Reyes just played second base a little bit too, didn't? Or no, he didn't. No, I, I had to play one of them at utility at that time uh-huh. until I like I, I made a trade like right away after like the then that became a big issue and stuff like that. But you're still to blame for him not winning a championship and stuff like that from that first year, so. That was my plan all along. Yeah, to yeah. sabotage Chet. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. If You'll be happy to know. Well, uh, I don't think I'm happy to know. But, like, he kind of, like, didn't spend a lot of money this year. And now he's, like, he was, like, in last place for a while. And somehow now he's, like, in playoff contention and stuff. And, like, the guy doesn't shut up. Oh, of course not. <laughs> just, like, so confident, so well, cocky. Him, so he's in our keeper league for football. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> and Trist runs the show, and all of a sudden, if Chris is going to have, like, a good year, like, if they got decent keepers and a bunch of draft picks, all of a sudden, Chet's there. 
<laughs> and Chet's chiming in, and we should do this league and this. League. Oh, yeah. Dude, you've been gone for two years. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> he loves to come in on a winning team and yeah. start but dictating. He, he comes in, and oh, he just gives it to Chris about, like, we should draft this guy. We should. No, we shouldn't. They just yeah. sit there and argue. Oh, about my, yeah. Oh, I could. Oh, that'd be awful. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could co-manage with him. Like, yeah. that'd be hard. And the dynasty. Chris always calls me. Chris always calls me. He's like, all right, Chet, we're going to make this trade. This is what we're going to do. And he's like, we're going to trade away this guy and this guy. And Chet will be like, we have them on our team? Like, <laughs> it's so funny. Chris, he, goes, he doesn't even know who's on our team. He calls me and complains about it. Well, he's very into baseball. Yeah. I can tell you that. Oh, like, I'm sure. He knows. Oh, yeah, because up north he would always – I mean, he's betting parlays like every day. <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, the, the Dodgers can't hit lefties, and they're playing Atlanta. Oh, yeah. They're a lefty, and Atlanta's plus like 320. I mean, like, we probably know okay. – Basically, every major league team's team, basically, maybe besides like a few like relief pitchers and like so they're like uh, even uh, Adam's real a really good like at numbers guy type of thing. So like he's trying to like fig- he's like putting all these numbers together and just trying to like figure out like what would you guess like advantages I guess mm-hmm. you know in betting and base specifically baseball. So it's like, so. like moneyball betting. Kind of yeah, he's trying to he's trying he he's not quite because like we we did pretty good a few years ago a couple it was like a couple years ago we were. We had like seven bitcoins a piece. It's crazy how much the analytic thing has come into play. Yeah. With with all, I mean, we use it. Yeah. We use part of it for because we explain that with uh, shot selection for us, like where we yeah. want to shoot from. Yeah. And we're pretty religious on it. Yeah. Like it's uh, it's 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 super simple too, and it makes a ton of sense. It's easy. I heard Van Gundy talking about it at a coaching clinic. Yeah. So like for basketball, we want to shoot layups, threes, and free throws. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. That's it. And so, like, a kid takes a shot from the elbow, and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, what, bro? I'm open. I'm like, that's the worst shot you can take. Dude. Yeah. It's just the worst. And so, like, we – and I – that's another thing. We go with them before the season. Like, I run in the board. Yeah. And it's pretty simple. Like, so anything – any two – any two-point attempt that's not a layup, you shoot, like, 37%. Okay. So the goal is to score one point per possession. Yep. So if you're shooting a shot that's 37% that's worth two points, like – yeah. We're not there. We're yeah. at like, you know, 0. 0.7. Mm-hmm. So a three, you know, you should be shooting threes like 33%. So we're home. We're there. Yeah. Anything inside of five feet layups, you shoot like 72%. So layups are great. Yeah. Free throw, you should be shooting like 68, 70%. So again, we're there. Like it's guys, it's that simple. <laughs> and like a kid will take a long two and they're like, but I was open. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't care. Percentages, you play, yeah. you know, over and over. Yeah. So, I mean, and then and then we build all of our offense. Yeah, yeah. That. Like we yeah. keep the lane open because we're either driving yeah. and kicking. And um, yeah, I mean, that's the way like everyone. And this is like Izzo used to talk about like everything's a trickle down effect. So like whatever the NBA is going to do, colleges will start doing and then high school people. Are doing mm-hmm. it. So everything is just trickle down. Yeah. And that's. I know that's trickled down towards college at least, but um, I still see high school teams are like, they, just, they take a bunch of long twos, and I'm like, take those all day, please. Yeah, yeah, take yeah, those yeah. All day. Yeah. Even if, but, like, uh, would you have percentages for like contested versus non contested? Like, the, no, they're like, it's, you know. I, I mean, obviously, if it's contested, it's going to go down some. Yeah, yeah. But again, just long twos, like, when we play teams, and it, like, when we play teams again with the defense we run, you can't really run plays against it. I mean, it's it's really helter skelter. We don't even know what we're gonna do. If we're gonna trap, if we're not gonna trap, and so like you get teams taking some shots in some weird spots, and like they might hit a long two or something like that. Like take but it keep all night, taking it. Take it all night, please. Yeah. Play the odds. Play all the night. odds. Play po- You know, it's like poker type of thing. Yeah. You're playing you odds. Play the percentages. odds of, like rebounds too. Like yeah, if shot comes from one side of the court. Like there's an eighty percent chance the rebound's gonna go to the other. Like we literally just send all the guys over there. Yeah. If it comes back at them, we're gonna, we're not gonna get that. Yeah. Board. But uh, when you're 
undersized, like you got to play the odds. Yeah, you got to like find out little advantages and stuff like yeah. that. Like for yeah, so there's a lot of math like involved. Like uh, one of the uh, few years ago when I was teaching in Detroit. Uh, there was an ESPN article just like kind of like breaking down analytics a little bit mm -hmm. and stuff. So I kind of like used it. Like I let like the guys like pick their own like percentage of like what plays they want to like kind of like run and stuff. And then like the percentage of points that they, you know. The, and I mean, what the analytics I'm talking about right now is like the most basic of basics. Yeah. Like there is, it goes so in depth that I don't understand from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's... You don't have to, as a coach, you don't, you just have to understand like the concepts and the ideas and how to use that information. You got to understand how to explain it to the kids. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. This is what we want you to do. This yeah. Coaching's totally to different now with all this like analytics and math and stuff like yeah. that to try to be able to understand that and then also communicate it to yeah. players and stuff. And like something we talk like, again, if a kid takes a long two, it's like, okay, well, that's a bad percentage shot. You know that. But also, like, again, what is our goal? Yeah. To either get a layup or go to the free throw line. Are you going to go to the free throw line if you take a 15 foot jump shot? Right. You're not. Yeah. Take it to the hole. Like, yeah, take it. Yeah, yeah. go. Yeah. So try to get fouled. Try to get guys out. Like that even helps too, right? I'm assuming like you try to get a there's certain players you want to get fouled out at all. Or? I mean, we only you only really think about that if a kid already like gets in foul trouble. Like okay. hey, so so and so's got two. Well that's great he's got two. Are they gonna keep him in? I mean most teams take him take out. Take him out, but they but, keep like, him I in. know we were in the districts this year and uh we were playing Annapolis and one of their better players had two fouls early, like in the first quarter, and they put him in to start the second and like we deliberately called a play. Yeah. Like where he's gonna have to defend a drive and he yeah. our kid got an and one, he fouled him. It's like yeah. I wish everything worked like that. It yeah. doesn't at all yeah, yeah, yeah. ever. <laughs> um but it was like that worked perfect. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. had to come sit back. I think the kid ended up he ended up fouling out with like three three points and he was I think their second best player. Oh man, that's huge. Um, yeah, it was really. But it was, you don't go into the game thinking, "Hey, no, we okay." Get, I like, mean, you go into the game maybe like, "Hey, this guy has tendencies where he tries to block everything in sight." Yeah, so you know, if we get him foul trouble early or something, any maybe. shot face going to get this kid in foul trouble. So yeah. you just use those again, just fighting weaknesses in teams or strategies, and hopefully try to yeah I expose mean, them. I, I, as you know, we want the kids to go into games just being as prepared as they possibly can be. Yeah. Like, you know. For every scenario, right? Like, because you never know what might happen. So preparation's mm -hmm. huge for these kids. To do you do any like visualizations or anything like that? Or do, what do you mean? I don't know. I like to have kids like visualize like plays happening or like shooting a ball or something. There's like studies behind visualization, like, like without holding the ball. Or yeah, something? without like holding the ball or something. Like see them practicing like shooting the ball in a hoop or something like that. No, no, we don't do any of that. I mean, we do some like form shooting stuff, but that's kind of different with it. Um, but no, no real visual visualization. But like we tell the kids all that all the time, because like you're constantly, which you probably did in hockey, like you're going through plays five exactly, on yeah. all the time. Exactly. Like. So we're going. I mean, we have a ball, but it's five on zero. But it like, and we always like, you know, you gotta act like a defender's out there. Like, so they make passes in five on zero. It's like it's just a normal chess pass. Like, is that the pass you're gonna be uh, yeah. No, it's gonna have to be an over the top, a bounce pass, something like that. Yeah. And then uh, we've even done that before, where I've showed them college practices, colleges playing five on oh and when they play colleges or any pros are even better at it, obviously when they play five on oh i mean you can see like uh, their jab step and they're faking they're doing yeah. this and it's like yeah because that's what they're gonna have to do during a game like, yeah again colleges are doing this yeah so they're doing it why aren't you doing it yeah the lackluster like all right i'm just gonna take it down Drives pass me it <laughs> and then we go into game we turn it over i will call that kid out be like oh yeah remember when you made that pass like six times yesterday and i told you to stop throwing it like that and what do you know in a game you turned it over good job now sit down <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta learn a lesson sometimes i mean you can tell a kid over and over and over sometimes you gotta like do it in game and then you're like all right learn your lesson sit down the bench is the best teaching tool there is well a film is but the yeah. bench is the best tough love yeah which, yeah, yeah. which is always still just i don't want to say it's a last resort but I mean, it, it does. I'll give a kid, I'll let a kid 
I'll give him a couple strikes before he'll yeah get that spot for sure. You, but that's the highest percentage. I will say that. Like, yeah, the bench is you, you'll learn. Yeah, you got yeah. to. Um, yeah. everybody you know needs some type of disciplining. Usually, a lot mm-hmm. of times, like as a kid, like. I need to discipline Like I need to know what I should be doing and I shouldn't be doing. And oh, we learned that playing for Earhart and the Rails. You, yeah. you learned that. Yeah, Earhart. Uh, he was just a uh, wait. Earhart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, remember I was thinking. I thought you were saying Hartman. Earhart. Oh. Hartman, yeah, uh, Hartman was my hockey coach. So, uh, did you watch any of the NHL uh, playoffs? No. no. St. Louis Blues won, which is I, uh, I, I, I saw they won. But yeah, no. hockey's just great because I feel like anybody could actually win. I guess. You could say that about basketball this year, Toronto. No, I didn't know Toronto. No, 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 it, did you know? Did was Toronto a favorite before the year? Yeah, it was like him, them, or Milwaukee in the East. Okay, maybe, maybe the Sixers. I just assumed Golden State was going to win. Um, they probably would have if they, didn't if get they hurt. Durant yeah. did get hurt. And yeah. but like, there's no way an eight seed's going to go to the NBA Finals. No, I no. Mean, I think Seattle did it one year, something like that. But they were might have injuries or no, they might have got upset by. I think there's only been, like, one eight seed that, like, didn't Golden upset. State beat somebody or? Somebody, there's been teams that have been the eight seed that have beaten the one, but no eight's going to get to the final. No, like yeah, yeah. It. It's not going to happen. I mean, NBA, NBA playoffs can be so garbage because it's just so predictable. I like, know. It's bad. Yeah. I mean, NHL is just a total crapshoot, but hockey's a crapshoot. Yeah. That's why I do like hockey because, like, it's just, a, I don't, like, those guys put everything on the line. It's intense. It's like a different game of hockey. It's not the same NHL, like, regular season. You can't play the regular season that way. You, those mm-hmm. guys would all be dead. Like, yeah. Uh, no, I, yeah. love, I, I mean, I like watching playoffs. That would normally be what would happen for me the past couple of years. So it's like, I'm not watching a Red Wings regular season. Like, even when they were good, like, yeah. I'll just watch the playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs were just so fun to watch, especially yeah. like in the, uh, when the Red Wings were good. Back oh, in yeah. the day. Oh, that was so fun. Well, I was getting, thinking about that yesterday watching Michigan play baseball. It's like, God, when the Tigers were in the playoffs, like, when every pitch was so important. Yeah. Like, God, it's great to watch. Like, I, I have the, the amount of Michigan baseball I've watched this year yeah. is more than the last two years of Tiger games that I've watched. Well, because it's not good. Yeah, it's I, hard to watch. It's not I mean, a good I'll product. Check, I'll check the box score. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's about it. But you can't sit there and watch a bad baseball game day in and day out. Like, no. They play 162 games. I mean, when they were good, like, oh, Verlander's pitching? I'm watching Oh, tonight. yeah. Like, pitching, or at least, like, it. DVR it or something, like, speed through it or something like yeah. that. But, no, I'm I don't have time. I'm they haven't come out with that, where it's, like, you can watch a game. Like, like MLB.com has not come out with, like, they just put every game on YouTube. Yeah. Where it's, like, they're going to show you the last pitch of every at-bat. Yeah. You could get through a game in probably, like, oh, yeah. seven minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game should be, like, yeah. I don't know why they don't do that. Yeah, like, maybe. Even if sh- that was, like, a price. Even if it was, like, 30 bucks a year, I would buy that. Yeah. Like, for sure. Condensed versions of every game that yeah. you could basically watch and, yeah, highlight. Real, like the next morning. When I'm yeah. Saying, yeah. Maybe show, like, uh, like the big at bat. So, like, maybe not just, like, so, like, if there was a Miguel Cabrera big at bat, seven pitch at bat, that was an important part of the game or something. You, but even if you showed seven pitches, yeah. you could show that in 10 seconds. Yeah, because it would be a lot quicker and stuff yeah. like that yeah there you go get that app going yeah. <laughs> you're uh dc kids uh working on that app and video team and there you go you guys yeah. will be set you'll be rich yeah. but yeah that'd be that'd be cool I'm, like i said i'm just surprised they haven't thought because there is kind of things like that with uh like people will break down college games like that and even nba games where they'll show like every make in basketball yeah and the games are still like like it takes like 15 minutes to watch it yep but 
I mean, they're not showing every shot, which I kind of wish they did, but they're just showing, like, every make. Every make. And I'm like, why don't people do this for baseball? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, because baseball's so long. It would be a beautiful thing to, like, yeah. see a condensed. Well, they kind of have that on an MLB show. Like, they'll have, like, quick pitch or something like that, which is they yeah, go kind of. Not, but still not yeah. not enough, almost. Like, right. even right. shorter clips and stuff like that. So, uh, you still gamble? Are you still button at all? Uh, again, you said wives don't listen. If wives don't listen, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's been it's been less. But again, I go back to think about how I used to bet, and then I'm like, how did I do that? Yeah, right. Yeah, you get a little um, bit wiser. You the get... live betting is insane, though. So, uh, like, for are you talking about like with that? What was that football league? The AFL, right? Did you see that app what? they had? Well, they've had live betting for oh, like, have years they? now. Yeah, like you can like the lines change throughout, and like. Like, I was live betting, like, Golden State and stuff. Like, it'd be, like so Golden State gets down. It was against, like, Houston or something. They were playing at home. Like, oh, they're down 10. Perfect. They're getting five right now. We know they're going to come back and win. Like, you know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's oh it's it's really bad with, like, the Lions. Because uh, the Lions, I think, are the most predictable team, too. Okay. Like, you know when the Lions – how many times has the Lions played at home and they've gotten down 17? You're like, you know they're going to come back and win. Like, Stafford's going to do something crazy they're going to come back and win. Well, the one game uh, – So you I, just wait till they're down 17, then you get them plus 10. They, okay. But it's a quick way to lose a ton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you're bet all the time. Like, the- oh, I'll never – like, my one buddy, it would be like, you know, you'll take Michigan. Uh, they'll be, you know, minus uh, 10 or something like that. Yeah. Or uh, – no, not Michigan, but it'd be better if, like, you took the Patriots, like, minus 10. So you took the Patriots minus 10. Yeah. And then they're playing, like, Baltimore, and Baltimore scores first. And the line goes to minus, like, six. Fire on them again. Oh and my. then, oh, it's even now? Fire on them again. And before you knew it, they just lost, and you just lost six bets. Oh, my gosh. Because he's thinking, he's like, oh, screw it. I'm going to get better odds. I'm going to win huge. Oh. I remember we did that in the NCAA tournament, because the NCAA tournament, that's it changes every possession. The oh, my God. So I remember Arizona got beat by, like, Cincinnati or something. We had Arizona, like, so many bets. Like, honestly, like, four. Or, no, they lost to Xavier. Arizona <laughs> lost to Xavier. And we had Arizona hammered so many different ways. And, and Xavier ended up winning the NCAA tournament. It was really bad watching, though, because we're watching the line to yeah. see if it changes. And it, the play hadn't happened. So, like, we knew if somebody was going to hit a free or not. Oh, my like, God. Five seconds before it happened. Yeah. And so I'm like, yes, fist pumping. They're like, everyone's like, stop doing that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Dude, I got to get on this bet now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That, is that like the future of betting? Like, a, mm, Maybe. Maybe like know. go to like a book club or like a sports book or something. Yeah. Everybody's Football, like, I know, I think it stopped it where it's it's going to be a change of possession maybe. I don't know. But like football was like you could tell someone picked up a first down because the line would change by a half point. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like late night, like so in my, I just moved. But my old basement, I had, like, sick, like, big screen and then, like, two side ones. Yeah. So, like, pack, pack 10 football come on at, like, 10 p.m. And I'm just chucking on <laughs> Arizona State, UCLA, like, all day. That'd be addicting, I feel like. Like, it's like a Very. video game Very. almost kind of. Or... It's like, oh, I'm going to lose that bet. Let's fire another one. Yeah. Like, even. Yeah. And then, like, oh, they're co- they're making a run. Like, um, this bet I thought was a loss is coming back. <laughs> <and playing. laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Got, like, all these lines. Oh. Yeah. It's tough. Like a Sunday would be a lot going like like a Sunday football or even like baseball because everybody plays like one o'clock or day games usually. Like, the best is when like again a team starts losing and you know like again like if New England got down fourteen at home are they not going to win? Yeah. <laughs> if you can get them at like even if you can get them plus like three. Except when the Lions beat them, when you think they're going to come back yeah, and then for sure oh, you're taking them hard. Oh man, that yeah. So it could be scary though, because you could lose like big if you keep like doubling oh, down. Oh, I've lost or... a lot more than I've ever won. <laughs> for sure. But uh, 
no, it's and that's where when this hat when it happened, I was like, me and my buddy looked at each other. I was like, wow, this is a game changer. This is yeah. Because now it's like, why do I, why even bet before the game? Yeah. See how the game's going. Yeah. See what's going on. Wow. Especially with weather games, you know. Yeah. It's like you know how is it gonna handle and. I'll never forget when, like, uh, the Lions played in Philly with, like, the crazy snow. I just remember McCoy going crazy. It was, like, oh, the under for sure. Yeah. And Philly put up, like, 50. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, like, a snow. You could, you could like, see anything. It was like, a foot of snow. Yeah. <laughs> and I, McCoy just ran all over the place. Uh, Lions. Lions, do you stay away from Lions? Like, I feel like they're hard to bet because. I, I, I think they're easy to bet at home. Yeah. Or even on the road. Like, if they get a lead on the road, you know they're going to blow it. Oh, what? I feel like they're the most predictable team. Like, they're always going to win at home. I guess in game betting. I'm just saying, like, if you were, like, doing the, like, the, whatever the spread is before the game, you'd never, I don't know. I don't really think about it that much, but they are, I think they're, they're, they're tough. They're tough to bet. It's hard to beat a Lions fan. I hate them. Yeah. I normally just try to hammer, I, I'm bad. I hammer the Patriots or I just, just a team that I think is hot. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I, there was, uh, God, who was it? I, I don't know, but ever they were winning. Every, it was might have been the I think it was the Texans with uh with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, like they were getting no credit. I'm like they're awesome. Like, yeah, they're so good. With, like when he first, you know, until he tore his ACL, right? But it was like, yeah, yeah, they were yeah. so good. And like every week you'd go in, they're plus six, they're plus three, and they're winning every game. Yep, that's what you're trying to find. You're trying to find like those advantages where you're yeah. like you're ahead of the curve or ahead of everybody else. Because really the bets are decided based on what people are betting, right? Because yeah. like if people thought the same way you did, they would all be the line would move yeah. based on. I mean, it's good. To, it's good to find those those yeah. teams. They're tough to do. Yeah, it is. So when you do find it, you want to take, you want to exploit them yeah. as much as you can because it's probably not going to s- sustain forever. Right. Like people, people right. will catch up. Or it's kind of like why you got to like why like NFL is impossible. I think NFL is so hard. Like the easiest for me, the easiest I think is is like Big Ten college football because yeah. like, you watch it all. You watch yeah. every like if if Minnesota's playing Iowa, I'm probably watching that game. So yeah. like you actually see these teams and you can see. What's going on? It's the Pac-10. I knew like that night or that year where I was just live betting the Pac-10 football. So hard. <laughs> I knew like I'm like God. Wait, Washington State's gonna be so good in like, two years. <laughs> I was like, what? I mean, they're really good. I'm like, just wait. They're good. Yeah. Washington's gonna be good. Like, oh, so and so so good this year. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about baseball. Is like I could, you know, I could kind of yeah. predict and see, you know, because I know so much. I know farm teams and like mm-hmm. farm systems. Like, I d- I did know that like. Two years ago, a lot of it uh, for a good stretch. Yeah. But yeah, not as much recently. I'll probably, uh, when I go to Vegas coming up, I'll probably do some, I'll probably bet on some baseball games or something like that. I love betting on baseball. Betting on baseball games is fun. Yeah. They're hard to watch, though. Like, if it's like, you know, if you're afraid to, like, lose money or something. Like, just get to the seventh or eighth, you know? Yeah. And start watching that if it's close. Otherwise, you might have already lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you want to sit there and watch a whole baseball game, like, it's just. (laughs) Uh, yeah. yeah. Normally, the couple times where I've been out to Vegas, it's been like April or May, and that's all you got to bet on. So it's what you're yeah, yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's not much going on right now. Now that hockey's over, that's uh, when I, that's when I reach out to Chet. Chet, what, what, give me some. Like, yeah, give me something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He knows some stuff, but he he also he often sometimes just goes too much on like gut. You know what I'm saying? Like we're analytics and stuff like that. Yeah. Like he's like. Whatever he he's just so strongly opinionated sometimes he just mm-hmm. gets these strong opinions and then he just sticks. Sometimes they work, sometimes yeah. they don't. Like he'll be like Colorado over baseball or something was like a thing for a long time, which was true too. Like because they're like yeah they're playing in the mile high or whatever. Yeah yeah so like uh, it was working out for a while or whatever. But uh let's go over real quick just anything else. Uh Blake Griffin had knee surgery. 
don't know if did you know that Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin for the the Pistons. Yeah, so he's supposed to be all right or whatever. But again, like saw Clay Thompson play a good job. Did, yeah. 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 Oh man, what a way so to go down. They got him and Durant. They're free agents. I know, man. Hopefully they get uh, they heal properly and get back to you know get their money. Sign them both. Sign them. Sign them both. The Pistons aren't gonna. They're not coming to the Pistons. No, not the Pistons. Oh. I'm saying go if you're Golden State. Oh yeah, they'll trying to. That's if they, do you think they'll want to go back? Well, now they're talking about like what are they gonna do? I mean, right now they're saying yeah we're gonna resign them both, but they're both like gonna be out for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And then Kawhi Leonard, right? Is uh, he's a uh, he's a free saw, agent? Yeah, I saw this morning that like he's gonna go be a Laker. That would be insane. Well, they, you know, you know, they just made a big AD, trade yeah, or whatever. So, so Lonzo Ball's gone now. Yeah. Away from the Lakers. Uh, his dad is saying that's the worst. Like, he 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 said basically the Lakers are now cursed. It sounds like and like they're not gonna win another championship. And uh, he's hoping that he can get all three of his kids now over to uh, where New Orleans. Is that where he's at now? So the middle one is terrible. <laughs> he's garbage. Is your dad just like an overconfident like PR guy or like what is? I don't. Do you know they had like a like a show like on YouTube? Uh, I I believe that I'm yeah. sure everybody could have so a show. So I got I was deep into YouTube world one oh, day okay. and ran into it and watched the whole season, the whole like series. Is it any good? Well, it was like a season. I think it was like six episodes. It was actually pretty good. It actually made them seem normal. Okay. Even though they're not, but it made them seem normal. Well, maybe the dad is just like very out there and you know just kind of takes a lot of the spotlight off them or something. Maybe I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Or does he just like the spotlight for himself? Do you think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just one of those parents that like. Living through his kids, living his yeah. dreams through his kids, almost basically. What what three kids to have though? Like yeah, one they got drafted number two overall by the Lakers. I mean, uh, that's yeah. like that's like one of those like stage dads or whatever you know like dream like. Like <laughs> he's still like he goes on ESPN and everything still. I can't I can't even watch ESPN nowadays, so I don't know. I really don't watch ESPN very often it's either. Garbage. Yeah. And my one of the my buddies that I talk to is always like, well, you just watch the highlights online now. No, you don't. If no. you go to ESPN, if you go to like ESPN.com and you go to a game and try to watch the highlights, they will show you one play at a time, and you got to watch a thirty second commercial oh before my they God. show you a ten yeah. second clip. I it's w- absolute garbage. Yeah, I ain't doing Somebody that. Somebody tweeted out it was like they were like, "Remember when the highlights were like this?" And it was like a highlight from like a nineteen ninety eight Sports Center, and it was like a basketball game, and it was just the best. Like it was it, so good. Yeah, so good. Like yeah. Dan Patrick's doing it. You're running down. You knew everything that happened in the game. The box score at the end, it was just, everything was perfect. I'm like, why aren't, please give me highlights like this. Well, please. because now all these ads got to get in there. Like, they got to somehow advertise. Well, that, if you're going to show me a 30-second ad, at least show me a two-and-a-half-minute highlight. Don't yeah. show oh, me yeah. 16 seconds of a play that doesn't matter. <laughs> Don't show me 16 seconds of the owner of uh, the Golden State Warriors, you know, uh, throwing shade at Beyonce. Like, I don't care about yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Uh, yeah. uh, Casey Byes got hurt. So he's on like the ten day DL. You know who's le- supposed to be? Everyone freaked out at first. Yeah, it everyone looked a lot worse. John. Oh no, that would have sucked. Yeah, because like he's, he's our like sick. savior. He's pretty sick. Yeah, he he could be really good. That's what's supposed to hold us. You know, I know you said no hitting or whatever, but we should have some really. Hopefully, if they well, all stay healthy. The draft, they just shook all hitters in the draft. I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The players just yeah. nothing but hitters. So they they know that. Like we're pretty deep pitching, but I feel like they hopefully maybe like through free agency or more trades or something they're going to address that situation. I'm saying two or three years. They should be hopefully competing for the playoff spots. Will they make so it? Go with five. <laughs> five. Like there's nobody even like five years. Like all when's the t guys drafted. Mai's going to be up. Mai should he might be he could be up he could have been up this year. Like I'm not saying like September. I'm saying when is Mai's in the rotation on opening day. 
Probably not next. He could be maybe next year if we'll see this injury. So if he, if there was no injury and he keeps pitching the way he does, it's, it's next year. Well, the only reason he wouldn't be, they wouldn't have him opening day. They'd bring him up after like the uh, the extra year of free agency. So, so like, two, yeah. So, but you're still like in two years is what we're thinking. Yeah. Okay. When he gets called up. Okay. So when the Tigers are making the playoff push here, Mize is your ace, right? Probably. And he's a stud, right? Yeah. Is he going to be your ace and stud in two years? No, you don't think so? I, I think – I mean, I'm talking like Cy Young type ace. Okay. I mean, he's not going to be that in two years. He's going to be that in four or five. Okay. And that's, you know, that's what you're going to need because you have no hitting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll see. Hopefully they get some hitting. I think, they, again, they, they addressed that the uh, the draft. They went all hitting. But I don't know if that's enough right now. I don't think it is. But uh, and didn't a lot of the guys they took in the draft, weren't they high school players? They did. The first round pick definitely was. Uh, yeah, so, that's, so they're a few years away. Years. Yeah, 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 for sure. So – the thing that kills me is that we we don't get anybody from the Dominican, from anywhere down there that's good. Yeah. Like we have no prospects coming up that are just like we just signed that are awesome. Yeah. Everyone else does, but we don't get them. Like the yeah. White Sox just got – they either traded or got a ton in prospects, and they're all like guys they signed from the Dominican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, you know, wherever. Yeah, I know what, they traded for Eloy. Uh, they got him from the Cubs when they traded Jose Quintana. Yeah, that might be what I'm thinking about. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. Uh, some of these like uh, international signings and stuff like that, we had, we just and haven't what been. Was the last international guy that hitter that came up that was good. That yeah, we had. I can't. That think we of one. signed and didn't yeah, trade for or something like one. that. I thought Avila would be good at that too. Like the Latino players, like being able to yeah. draft. I know he he was a big part of getting like JD Martinez on the team. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. You're right on that. They're, they really haven't done done that. So, well, there's a lot of things to be worked on for the Tigers, for sure. Yeah. Uh, they got five years in your book to, to figure it out. <laughs> they just building pieces, just piece by piece. Yeah. Uh, but the, Matt Boyd, do you get rid of him or not? I don't know. Uh, it's a good question. Because you don't want to, like, hold on to him and, like, what Fulmer happened, where he's not worth anything, like, right now, basically. Yeah. Uh, but you don't want to sell him too low, either, and have, like, a guy not get full potential out of him. A good team who I saw... Like the Rays did, well, they got rid of Chris Archer finally. I, I mean, Poitras is probably too young to trade right now, because what's his what's his contract like? Oh, it's a it's a free, it's a it's a rookie contract, so he has like yeah, like yeah. But how many more years has he got on the rookie deal? Three or four years or something like that. So he's so got probably have team control for like three or four years. They're in no rush to trade. Oh no no, yeah. but that's why he's worth so much though. Like, but I think it'll be worth more once he gets to the tail end of that. At all? Could be. Could be. Could be. Or do you, I mean, if he's that good, like, then you get, you know, wouldn't want a team, like, give a lot right now to have a, mm-hmm. a Cy Young-type caliber, if he is. I mean, that's what he's performing like right now is pretty good, but. Yeah, another year of that, though, and you're going to get a boatload for him. But what if you don't get another? Yeah. Well, that's the game we played with Fulver. Yeah. You know, we didn't want to, like, trade him away and held on to him, and then now he has Tommy Johns and stuff like that, so. I don't know. Uh, do you know who leads the Tigers with home runs? Do I know? Yeah. Castellanos? Nope. Jacoby Jones. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know how many he has? Does it say nine? Eight. Eight, Eight home runs. In a year where everyone's hit home runs. Like, the, the month of May broke yeah, the record for home runs. Mid-June. Jeez, that's not good. Eight home runs. Like, everyone's hitting home runs. Chris Shelton hit more than that in April one time. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. Like, they're so bad. So, uh, Gardner Hire got tossed for the fifth time. I probably know why, because those had no runs. Like, yeah. That's got to be a long season for him, but good for him. 
hopefully uh hopefully he can stick around for the rebuild. Do you think he'll still be around or they'll get somebody else? He'll probably get somebody else. Five years Maybe from now. Maybe a different GM by that time too. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mac. Well, uh, I appreciate you coming. Anything you want to uh, advertise or you know promote? No. No. Go go DC. Yeah, that, that Divine Child youth basketball camp that starts tomorrow. So if you want to walk in. <laughs> well, then, I don't know if it works that way. I don't know if you know a podcast. We're not live right now. I know. I know. I know. Uh, you did work at a radio. I forgot to bring up uh, one of the funniest things I ever heard. I wanted to bring up. I totally forgot. It was when you were on that radio station, yeah. and you did an interview with iDog. Remember oh, I yeah, dot yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, uh, so, yeah, we used to do this segment when I was an intern at WDFN called Skirts on Sports. Uh, and we would ask girls oh, yeah. questions about sports. Yeah. And their answers were hilarious. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was funnier. Well, we had this gentleman who was very feminine, I guess you would say, who yeah. didn't know much about sports I and kind of like asked him questions. Awesome. And you asked him like, okay, please state like what's wrong with like with this statement or something like that. It was something about like Mateen Cleave. And like oh, yeah. It'd be like Mateen Cleese led Michigan to the national title. And and like, just like, something so obvious. Yeah. Those ones. Yeah. And then he was like, Mateen Cleese is a, like a, is a, is not a sport or is a sports team or something. Yeah. Like he thought that was like the team name or yeah. something. Uh, the, it was for Belgian show. So Belgian loved, uh, loves the Canadians. <laughs> and so I remember I did one. It was like, I would name a player and I would be like, you got to tell me if that's a Montreal Canadian or a Detroit Lions. <laughs> and like, he loved Larry Robinson. That was like his favorite Montreal. And I was, and like every one of them said Lions. Just, I was like, perfect. <laughs> he was like, you're killing me. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, how, why did you, are, are you interested in radio at all? Or is that just some, no, how did it was you? Just, it was terrible timing. So like right when my internship ended, it was like when the recession was like they were in a hiring freeze. It was a clear channel. They were in a complete hiring freeze. Like I couldn't even get hired part time. So it was just like it was the worst time to graduate. I mean, you probably graduated, you know, right after. Yeah. So it was the worst time to graduate ever. Yeah. Um, no one was hiring to do anything. Yeah. Um, so then it was just I, I did some promo work at ninety seven one for a while to try to get like Yeah. Because everyone's like, Oh yeah, if you start doing promotions then you get you know, you can apply after that to like do producers. Because that's was all producer. That's not true. <laughs> uh, you know, you work in from, and it was like two years and by that, I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing this. Yeah, anymore. I'm done. Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, it was cool. I got some cool experiences. Got to do some cool things. Well, yeah, I was wondering what heck, cause I remember that happening and then I was, I thought about him, like, is he still like, whatever happened to that? Just, that makes sense though. Yeah. Just time, the timing and stuff like that. Well, uh, congrats on uh, a great year, another good year at D.C. I'm sure you plan on being there for many years, hopefully even better ones, maybe yeah. a regional championship this time or yeah. a state championship. You know, who knows, whatever. Just yeah. keep pushing, get the video team going. Yeah, get that video team. Yeah, that's what you need. That's the next push. You can't win the championship until you get the video team. They're a vital part of that championship <laughs> run. But seriously, I, I think that is important to make everybody feel important. Who Anybody who's a part of the program, and like we talked right. about like – you know, the number 12 player on your team or the yeah. 15th player on your bench or whatever. Like, those guys are just as important as part of that team. It's important to build a camaraderie, a positive energy. Um, so keep doing a good job, man. I'm proud of you. Uh, proud of everybody, you know, in the area who's keep pushing to help youth and do better. Uh, I'll see you around. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Yep. Bye. All right. Well, thank you, Mac, for coming on. Uh, if you're still listening now, this is the fantasy uh, baseball portion, the Back to the Future fantasy baseball specific. Uh, wow. A lot has happened the uh, last couple of weeks in uh, our fantasy baseball league. It's been pretty crazy. Uh, we had a guy, Eric, uh, say that he was out, basically, and now he's in the playoffs. So a lot has changed. 
Uh, basically, there's seven games right now as it stands, if you go to Stat Tracker, between fifth place and 11th place. So uh, basically every team's just in it uh, in the playoffs, except maybe the 12th place team. I know uh, if you were to talk to the Terriers, you would definitely have some words to say about the Pilots after their episode. Uh, when Jay was on, he, I, if you ask Chet, stated something about uh, him being in last place and being out of it, basically. Uh, Chet is now in the playoff hunt, and Jay's now in 12th place. So I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot of talk about Chet, from Chet uh, in regards to this. Uh, he's very confident right now. Now that he's so he's gone from 12th to being in the playoff race. I believe he might be even like if were, things were to end the way they are uh, this week, he would be in the playoffs, um, maybe seventh, but it'd be right there. Uh, so that it's a far, far, far uh, climb. Um, pretty crazy. So he's won last four weeks in a row. Uh, I would say last week was kind of lucky. Played uh, Chris. Chris, who has a pretty good team, they both like performed badly, but somebody's got to win. So sometimes, you know, that happens. You get you get a, you get a nice little schedule. Uh, team gets a clunker. Uh, it happens. So part of the luck. That's why we play week to week. Heads, you know, each week because uh, you never know who's gonna win. Even though you might have an idea, uh, play it out. I, I've lost to Nick twice this year already. So you know, you never know. He put twenty home runs <laughs> in one week against me. Like. Can't, can't predict that. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, but it's really, really tight. Uh, there's been three trades so far this year. Chet's been part of two of them. He's kind of like selling. Uh, he traded a lot of his pitching away, which is why I believe he'll have a hard time making the playoffs still. We'll see what happens, but I feel like his pitching, he needs he needs to uh, get some pitching. Uh, he's been kind of lucky so far, so we'll see if he can keep getting lucky. But uh, if he's going to be a contender, I feel like he needs to pick up some pitching. I know uh, Adam's flirted the idea of maybe like trying to sell Verlander since everybody's in it and he's just uh he's not liking his team I guess as much as usual uh he's in a different usually he's like way ahead winning the division so it's been a long time since the he's been this far back of the pack and in the middle so uh I'm curious to see how he uh reacts and you know manages his team from this point on uh so like I said divisions are really close or the league's really close uh some big matchups this week. I play Bob, so we'll start at that matchup first. Uh, I'm in third place because I'm winning. I'm leading my division, but Bob is in fourth, but he has the second best record, so it's a big matchup. I beat him five four last time, so the heads up matchups are big because if we were to play each other in the playoffs, uh, tiebreaker goes to you know whoever has the better winning percentage heads up. So I have a five four advantage, so I'm hoping to win this week uh, or at least tie, so I can keep that advantage. Um, offensively, I'm pretty happy. Uh, I got 39 runs, 15 home runs, uh, 30 RBIs, three stolen bases, and a 397 on base. Pretty good offensively. Uh, going into a Sunday, um, I'm still losing with 30 RBIs and then a 397 on base. So it is what it is. You know, when you play good playoff teams, you know, they're going to put up good numbers too. So, I'm hoping I can come back, though, at RBIs and take still, you know. Uh, so I'm up 5-4 because Bob's got 34 runs, 11 home runs, 33 RBIs. We both have three stolen bases. He's got a 407 on base. I lead the league in on-base percentage, so I'm always usually pretty competitive. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I have five runs, four home runs, so I'm hoping to keep those. Uh, Ks and quality starts, I, I definitely got. I have 86 Ks. Pretty good. Six quality starts, and I have Rue and Paxton going today. I'm curious to see how Paxton goes. Uh, he hasn't been too good lately. Rue's been really good. Uh, I'm down like .06 in whip, so I could come back in that possibly, trying to do that. 
Uh, I like my chances versus Bob. I, I, sh- I should at least tie, which is what I'm hoping to do, uh, to at least have that tiebreaker. But I'm hoping to maybe win, take a couple. I could win, you know, 6-4, 7-3 possibly if uh, things go my way on this Sunday. Uh, some pretty good players this week. J.D. Martinez stepped it back up. Uh, it was nice to see him come around. He's got four home runs this week. Cody Bellinger, two home runs and a stolen base. He kind of slowed down for a little bit. Good to see him come back. Marlon Gonzalez chipped in a couple home runs for me, even though I just dropped him. Uh, Mike Trout didn't actually do that well this week. For all those stats I put up, he's only got one home run. But Cruz and uh, Eloy have been doing really good lately uh, since they both came back from the DL. So offensively, uh, Brandon Rogers went back to the uh, minors for me, so... I'm actually kind of happy about that. I'm hoping Castillo comes up because they weren't even playing Brendan Rodgers. But offensively, I'm pretty happy. Uh, I picked up Malik Smith, who I thought was a great pickup, especially for speed for my team, who I, who's got a home run of two steals this week. So um, I'm really liking offensively where my team is headed uh, going into these future weeks. Uh, pitching, like everybody, I think I would like to get a little bit better. Uh, I'm trying to work on it. I got lucky this week, and I picked up some pretty good uh, stream starters. So I picked up the Yamamoto guy from Miami with a – Give me a quality start, five Ks, no earned runs. Homer Bailey, no earned runs, a quality start versus the Tigers. Steven Brault, who I picked up versus the, the Marlins. So I got three quality starts out of uh, free agent pickups. I, I picked up five total, but uh, it's not bad to get three quality. It's hard. It's usually pretty hard. So I've been pretty lucky. I had to kind of do that because of I didn't have such good pitching this week, which isn't always the norm. Uh, I am happy to see you yeah, Darvish had a great game, 10 Ks yesterday versus uh, – the Dodgers, uh, after not coming off a clunker, but a six ERA versus at Colorado, which, you know, a lot of people have struggled playing at Colorado. So I was curious to see what he would do versus that Dodgers lineup and performed very well. So that's intriguing to see. Uh, I needed that performance yesterday. Uh, but so me and Bob close, uh, Bob, again, offensively, like you can't complain. 34 runs, 11 home runs, 33 RBIs, three stolen bases, 407 on base, pretty good across the board. Four saves is going to be pretty good too. So he's got four saves. Uh, the other pitching category is not too good, Bob. 39 Ks, not going to beat anybody. ERA at a 5.29. His whip's a 1.29, not the worst. Maybe it's at least comp- competitive, uh, but it's not great or anything like that. And then only two quality starts. So, though I'm beating Bob, many teams would probably be beating Bob, especially because, uh, like, there's, the offense has been pretty crazy uh, this uh, this past few weeks, some of the productions that they've uh, created. So, uh, hopefully I beat Bob. Uh, and then Gabe could possibly be losing that week. So this could be like a big week for that division because it looks like Eric P and Victor could both win decent amounts against uh, competitive teams that they're trying to play playoff spots against and make ground against their uh, other two division rivals against Bob and Gabe. So uh, this has been just a crazy week. Uh, the next matchup, we got the eight seed Colts and the 10 seed uh, Washington Senators. Uh, no matter what place the teams are, I've never seen such confident teams in every place, basically, everyone. It's just, it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, oh, yeah, I did bring up, but uh, Rue has been pretty good for my team, you know, and DeGrom. Uh, those two guys were standouts for mine. Uh, Bob standouts, Freddie Freeman, been killing it. Uh, he's the number 12 player overall. That's why what he was. I couldn't believe he got sold. Mondesi, he's got two, he hasn't been doing great, but he's got two steals. He's the 33 player overall. Bogarts has been really good. Hoskins. Pete Alonso, the 22nd player overall. So that's been a really good pick for, uh, so far for uh, Bob. Uh, he still has three out, or three first basemen, though. So he cannot play. Like, he's usually sitting, he's got a set of Brady, who's also a top 100 player. So everybody needs pitching. No one's, I don't know, this has been crazy. 
Uh, so, sorry, go back to uh, now <coughs> the Colts and the Senators. Uh, the Colts, offensively, 30 runs, 8 home runs, 35 RBIs, 1 stolen base with a 349 on base. Um, you would think those aren't bad, a lot of them, a lot of those categories going into this week. But, again, numbers seem to be high this week, the last few weeks. So, uh, especially the Senators, 46 runs, 13 home runs. Lose it by one RBI, yes, 34. Six stolen bases, 418 on base. So that's one heck of a offensive production week right there. The issue with his team, I feel like, is going to come down to possibly his pitching, though. Like, is he's going to need good, consistent offensive wins to compete because I think his pitching so bad. Maybe I'm wrong, uh, but it's going to be hard to contend. And when I look at, like, you know, he's got Max Scherzer, but everybody else I'm kind of looking at this having a hard time seeing sustainability. So, uh, but some standouts in this one. Oh, I, I do feel like Fielder's probably going to win this one. It might be a tie or Fielder's probably going to win uh, by a little bit, um, which again, will just make these guys even closer in standings and everybody's going to be really close. Uh, Bell had a good week. Uh, what a pickup that's been. He's been, Josh Bell's been really, really good, but five runs, home runs, seven RBIs, four fourteen on base. Bregman, just doing well. Schwarber hit three home runs. Uh, pitching, Charlie Morton, Walker Bueller, and Verlander. That's a great trifecta to have right there. Um, you hope Snell, Blake Snell comes. Like, it's, it's just kind of cra crazy to see uh, Adam's team in eighth place and maybe falling even a little bit farther behind. I still like, kind of like it was an Eric's team last year that I kind of like really liked. And just sometimes things aren't working, aren't clicking. Uh, bad weeks or bad matchups. I don't know. Just something... I'm curious to see how that team does in that division. What happens? Like this, this is a this is a great year. This is a very competitive, great year. Uh, so uh, Houston Colts are winning with 93 Ks, 4.63 ERA, a 1.21 WHIP, seven quality starts for 67 Ks, 5.16 ERA, a 1.28 WHIP, five quality starts. But there's like Adams got three pitchers going, and then Fielder's got. Two, three, six pitchers going, but like I mean, a lot of these guys are kind of like scrubbish. So we'll see. You know, they they could blow up. I don't know. We'll care to see. Vic, I mean, Washington Senators could win even bigger uh, on the Sunday if he has a good Sunday. So with the opportunity here, uh, which would not be good for the Colt Forty Fives to fall farther in that division behind. Um, standouts for Fielder, uh, Max Muncy. Uh, got three home runs this week. Yelich, again, two home runs, two stolen bases. Uh, he picked up Jordan Alvarez, who had uh, who had three home runs for him this this week with a 632 on base, just killing it. Um, very good offensive numbers uh, this week. Just not good pitching numbers to go with it. Uh, but he still has a chance to maybe pick up a couple more categories if things go well for him. We'll see. The next matchup. Uh, the Brooklyn Dodgers versus the Black or Atlanta team from uh, Atlanta. Uh, team from Atlanta, just offensively, just he's winning five to two in stolen bases, but he's getting dominated. Brooklyn Dodgers, since he's complained, has gone off on a tear, especially offensively. This week he has 47 runs, 19 home runs, 56 RBIs. He's losing with his two stolen bases with a 381 on base. Um, Brooklyn Dodgers are winning 7 3, and they probably, 
should win, right? I mean, I think it's going to end up like a 7-3, which will be a big win for uh, the Dodgers. A big win for me because Bill's trying to come back in my division. He's in fifth overall right now while Eric's in sixth. So these guys are right now both in the last two playoff spots playing each other. So big, uh, like I said, it's so close. Uh, 7-3 would be a big win for the Dodgers. Uh, again, uh, trying to catch up to Bob and Gabe in that division. Uh, what a tough division. And then Victor, we'll talk about Victor. He's winning big too. Uh, the whole division is going to be a tight race. Uh, top players, I would say for uh, Bill, Kettle Marte. Kettle Marte has been unreal. He's like the number 39 overall player. He had four home runs this week. Kettle Marte. I like, nobody even could have hit home runs. He's got four this week. So uh, he's been great for him. Uh, on the other side, I mean, there was just like, a lot of standouts. Uh, Blackman this week, 11 runs, 5 home runs, 12 RBIs. Like, that was just ridiculous. Ozzy Albies, 3 home runs and a stolen base. Starling Marte, 3 home runs. Everybody chipped in, too. Luke Voigt, Sharonis, Austin Riley. Uh, just ridiculous. So, uh, Jay Bruce hit a home run. Danny Murphy stole him a base. Just really good week offensively. Uh, Pitching-wise, when we thought this guy's strong suit was going to be starting pitching, just it just has not been. I don't know what is going on. Uh, like guys like Flaherty and Nola and Marquez just have not lived up to all the money, all the hype. Uh, yeah. Uh, but you know, a couple of weeks ago, Eric posted that he was like out of it. He's done basically. And now he's at six winning against the fifth place team. So he should probably be like at fifth and, I thought it was a little overblown out, but I get his frustration. If you were to look at his last few years, like he's tried everything. It's not a effort thing here. He's gone for it all. Like even last year, he he went for it all. And then he bought Chapman in the middle, you know, as a guy to go for it even more. So it's not of effort. So I get his frustration when he, you know, uh, it was after a day where I had like four quality starts and two saves and just a ridiculous numbers for a day. He ended up coming beat me on the week or whatever. End up beating me on that week. But, uh, I get his frustration. He was just frustrated. Uh, but now he's right back in it. And it's, it's, it's a great year. There's no favorite. There's definitely no favorite. No one's running away with it. Uh, we'll talk about Gabe had the best record, uh, but like he puts up a dud this week. So uh, everybody's just kind of done a little bit. Uh, the next matchup, the Angels versus the Stars. Uh, so this was the 11th seed versus the two seed. Now third best record because Bob has the second best record. Um, but you would think, right, two seeds got to have probably a pretty good week. You know, he's going to win. Nope, nope, nope. After putting up a bad offensive week last week and losing to uh, Chet, he's now losing to the 11th place team. Like, these stats aren't just going to produce. When you have 25 runs, six home runs, 22 RBIs, two stolen bases, 371 on base doesn't sound bad. Again, but this climate of everybody's hitting offense. Uh, even a team that I feel is a little deficient in offense is having a great week in offense in the California Angels with 38 runs, 13 home runs, 36 RBIs, two stolen bases with the 385 on base. Like I just feel like I've said so like there were so many home runs this week. It's been ridiculous. Uh the matchup pitching wise it's uh pretty close. Um but I I think Vic should win. It's just by how much is he going to win now. So this is a big week because uh, the Stars had a nice little lead on his division. Uh, if he loses big, he's going to come back. And then Victor needs this big win week, uh, especially if, like, uh, the other the top teams in his division lose. So he can try to catch back up. Um, curious to see. Uh, they 
Trevor Bauer for Victor's going, and then uh, Turnbull and Sanchez, uh, Anibal Sanchez for uh, Chris Stars. They have the same exact whip. Stars is winning it with the 3.80 asterisk right now. So, uh, yeah, good luck to Victor. Good luck to the Stars. I know no one's feeling confident. No one feels like they just are above and far above better than everybody else. Um Granky, oh, I just want to talk. I cannot believe how good Granky's been. Uh, if you would have listened to him, because he doesn't even like care. Like he was throwing a no hitter, they were talking to him about it, and he was happy that he didn't throw the no hitter because he didn't want to deal with all the extra stuff. Like such a Granky thing to say, but it was just he's like it, it, unbelievable, unbelievable. Like how good he is, and he just almost like no effort. Like he just he's a competitive guy. Don't get me wrong, but like he just doesn't really seem to care. Um, the next matchup. Uh, the number one seed versus the seventh seed, Brown Bombers versus uh, the St. Louis Terrier. So big matchup for Chet, who's been on a winning streak, uh, going for that playoff run. And uh, he put up a pretty good offensive week this week, uh, 39 runs, 12 home runs, 27 RBIs, four stolen bases, and uh, 418. So just another good offensive team like this week. It's just been crazy. Because uh, you would think this is like this would be uh, – a lot of teams offensively would probably be beating Gabe this week. You wouldn't think that, like, if you just heard this, 29 runs, 9 home runs, 31 RBIs, 3 stolen bases, 309 on base is really bad. But you would think that, like, okay, he's going to be competitive going into uh, Sunday. But a lot of teams, he really wouldn't be that competitive. Uh, Chet, uh, 39, like I said, 39 runs, 12 home runs, 27 RBIs, 4 stolen bases. Uh, I would say some standouts. Chris Bryant got a couple home runs this week. Michael Chavez versus the Baltimore Orioles had a couple home runs. Uh, Carlos Santana, two home runs and a stolen base. I don't know how often he's going to be stealing or whatever, but that was a big steal for him because he has the lead 4-3 right now after that. Um, Gabe's been doing great this week or this year. Uh, this week is probably not one of his better performing weeks because I know he has a pretty good ERA whip on the year, but this week is 5.73 and a 1.38. Uh, he does have 81 Ks that aren't bad. With uh, he's still got a couple more starters, uh, but Gabe, Gabe's team's really good. I don't, I don't think it was. It's quite sixty-three and thirty-one good, like that win percentage. So it's good to see him come back down a little bit. He was on a nice run right there. Um, Rizzo's been really good. Four runs, three home runs, six RBIs. I believe what he's been the number thirteenth player overall. Uh, DeHong hit him two home runs and a stolen base. Conforto home run and a stolen base. Chris Sale has 20 Ks this week. I just remember being scared of that guy like the first few weeks of the year or whatever. I was a little worried about him, but he's been stellar, killing it. Uh, 20 Ks this week. Even with that, those performances, though, like just the rest of his pitching stats, uh, just not that good. So, oh, man, just lost my location. Uh, with Chet's team. Uh, he's been on a good run. He got lucky last week. Just got like a bad matchup. He's playing better this week. At least he deserves to win some of these categories. Um, I'll be curious to see how his pitching does. I still don't think his pitching is that strong. I don't know how many times Ian Kennedy is going to get him two saves in a week. I don't know if, they, if the Royals will win two games in a week very often. Um, you know, he's doing a great job. He's still, I, I still don't think he's, I still think he has some pieces to put together in order to be a formidable playoff team. Could he slip in? Possibly. But he still has some work to do. I'm sure he'll be interested in getting trying to get Justin Verlander from Darren. Uh, I'd be curious to see if Darren's willing to give him up. Like, and 
what price. So start offering them, guys. Start making some offers for people. You never know. Uh, the next matchup, I have uh, the Lions, Satit My Lions versus the Seattle Pilots. So this is a, a nine seed versus uh, a 12 seed. Uh, Jay's team, who, I don't know, maybe, would he be the only team considered out of it right now if he loses to, uh, if he loses again? I don't know. I wouldn't say that. I don't want to wish bad luck on anybody or curse myself. So last time somebody did that. But uh, he's going to have some difficult times if he loses to the Lions because this is a matchup he needed to win because this would be one of the, you know, every team he's playing, he's going to try to pass up. So. Uh, Lions got 30 runs, seven home runs, 32 RBIs, four stolen bases, 367 on base. Not bad. Like, well, I mean, again, for this week, it's not that good. But, like, you know, if you're the Lions, you're looking at that going into Sunday. Like, okay, you got 30 runs and 32 RBIs and a good on base, four stolen bases. That's pretty competitive. Uh, the area and whip, a 3.47 and 1.27. Not terrible, not great. Six quality starts. Um, pretty good. And he's still got, like, they're not the greatest pitchers, but you got a few pitchers going today. Uh, he should win. Looks like he should win. Um, Hosmer had 10 RBIs this week for him. That's pretty crazy. Uh, Kiermaier, three stolen bases. So that's three of his four stolen bases and a home run. So nice little week for him. Uh, Jay's Trey Mancini, two home runs and a stolen base. Pretty good. Ozuna, home run, two stolen bases. Uh so Nick, if he can win six two, that'd be a big week. Uh, again, like he'll, he'll put him right there in the playoff hunt. All those teams will be really close. Uh, you never know who you're gonna play week in and week out. Anything could happen in a matchup. Injuries happen. Bad matchups happen. Uh, it's really exciting for this year, guys. How close everything is. The ups and downs. People thinking they're out, but then they're right back in. And then people counting other people out, and now they're back in. Uh, it's hard to like. It's, I'll be curious to you who what the next trade is. Uh, everybody's looking to get better. Not many, not many sellers right now. So, uh, all right. Hopefully, somebody will come on next week. Uh, I should have a guest for this uh, this portion. Uh, I want to wish everybody a happy Father's Day in the league. To the few of you guys that are fathers and stuff like that. So you know, happy Father's Day. Uh, good luck the rest of the year. Uh, let's have fun. Let's try not to get too personal. Uh, all right, guys. Have a good day.